This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf's fan club on Fubar Radio. Don't worry, guys, I'm here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my name is Nick Helm. And my name is Nathaniel. I haven't Metcalf. finished, Nat. I hate oh, sorry, it. What, you is, what is your full name? My name is Nick Helm, and I'm delighted to be here today. Um, I'm joined by my rather overeager and quite rude co-host, uh, Nathaniel Metcalf. Hang on. Okay. Co-host, <laughs> who's here <laughs> yet again. Uh, week in, week out, uh, tirelessly. <laughs> uh, you've, you've broken my train of thought now. <laughs> you had it all planned out. Uh, I knew what I was going to say, but fine. Okay, introduce <laughs> yourself. This is heavy. My name's Nathaniel Metcalf. Uh, Nick's, but Nick was eating a tutti fruity Mr. Chew sweet. That's like a sort of big refresher, isn't it? It's sort of like a refresher, but I think it's better than a refresher. What flavour is it? Tutti frutti, I tutti guess. Tutti frutti flavour. I'm not sure I can imagine what a tutti frutti flavoured. Tutti frutti. And he started eating it at 1157. Yeah. Um, and it was it was touch and go whether you'd make well, it on the air in time. This is actually a bit of um, uh, consumer uh, advice, really. Good, yeah. Um, if you're looking for a chew that lasts almost three minutes, then uh, Mr. Chew Tutti Frutti Flavour Chew will do it. Uh, it's by the company Swizzles. Swizzles uh, Matlow. Uh, they're, they're an established brand. Uh, mm. British they, company, I believe. British company, I, mean, I believe they're. Um, are they British? I think so. Swizzles. Swizzles, Swizzles Matlow. I always thought Swizzles were from Switzerland. No. S- I think. Swizzlands. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they're not. They're made in Derbyshire. Derbyshire, there you go, yeah. Of course. So uh, you'll be, uh, uh, you know, um, supporting some homegrown mm. uh, candy. Talent. <laughs> we're not sponsored by Swizzles, man. Like, but we could not. be. Uh, do, uh, we could am I be. right in thinking that around this time of year, Swizzles they bring out a, li- a large tin? Uh, you have a big sort of. I think they do like a sort of plasticky tin, don't they? Like a sort of quality street thing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Is so, that what you've got? Is that what, is that what you've got? The food bar? No. No, you, you've not actually heard of Swizzles. No. So wh- where did I find this sweet from? <laughs> it was just a random sweet. Was it? What was it? Where was it? Just by the men's toilets on the floor. Well, it wasn't in the urinal, was it? No, it was in some um, dirty water <laughs> next to the, next to the, 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 the toilet the toilet bowl. Yes. Um, uh, Natalie's put on screen the yeah, Swizzles, Swizzles party, party pack. pack. Uh, so, for my money, if you're looking for a three minute chew, uh, Mister Chew Tutti Fruity Flavor Chew from Swizzles, uh, he's your man. Uh, he's called Mister Chew, so that's not sexist. He, he is a man. <laughs> Um, cool. So, <laughs> uh, oh, bloody, bloody. So, um, uh, the first rule of fan club is tell your friends about tell fan friends. club. Uh, a lot of you have been doing that, so I'm really pleased with you. Here's what if that haven't, uh, uh, never. Or oh, you're on the naughty list this Christmas. Yeah. I'm just filling because Nick's drinking. I'm just looking at the swizzles. Oh, it's been removed. Been removed. Oh, hang on. What's in the swizzles? Double dips. Oh, bloody hell. A double Refreshers. dip. Refreshers. What's, what's a double dip? A double dip, I think, is just a, a sherbet dip. Yeah, but look, they've got these... Um, what are these? They're fucking lip balm trio. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, would I like that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't really. I'm not really into lip balm. If I had a lip balm that tasted of refreshers, do you know what I'd do? I would eat that lip balm. Mm. But what I might do is I might put it in the freezer and pretend it's a Calipo. <laughs> and I'd eat it like that. A Calipo, not a Calippo. 
I say Calippo. Mm. You say Calippo. Well, it, I suppose if it was lip gloss, you would call it Calippo. Yes, uh, Nat is right. It's a Calippo. Oh, I say Calippo. But it depends. Uh, I only say it every four years mm. when it's a Calippo. What are my friend? My friend Tony. Uh, used you to just talked over an excellent joke there. Okay. Every four years when it's a Calippo, yeah. That is a good joke, to yeah, be fair. It's, uh, just in February, that was just, worth. Uh, just just towards the end of February. February. February, yeah, February. 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 Okay. My friend Tony referred to um, uh, revels as revels, and that's not right. Revels. Oh, but I've heard all sorts of weird pronunciations or pronunciations of words recently, and uh, no, there's not a single one that I can remember. <laughs> I, I regret bringing it up. Um, but uh, so in Japan, yeah. Speaking of lip balm, uh, they do uh, KFC. Uh, fingernail polish for like finger licking good is it something I think it ta- can you look it up it tastes of KFC I'm not sure if they do it now it was a limited edition thing and I was I was trying to buy it a few years ago as like a sort of nail varnish yeah it's sort of like um, it's sort of like a gravy coloured varnish <laughs> a KFC gravy coloured varnish so to encourage you to bite your nails I don't know I think you can lick your nails and they taste of KFC there you go finger licking good Wow. Yeah. I mean... They should call it finger looking good. No, because you meant to lick your fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, finger, yeah, finger looking, looking good. Edible, Edible nail, nail polish. polish. What, well, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's like they want you to bite your nails. I don't know what they're doing with their fingernails, but I'm sticking mine in some pretty unsavory places. <laughs> um, cakes. Yeah. Cakes yeah. aren't savory, are they? Edible nail polish made with real chicken. That's what I want on my fingernails. <laughs> uh, it's, but it's, it's unusual for me to have that flavour on top of my fingernails and not just underneath. Yeah. <laughs> underneath the actual. It's fucking disgusting, guys. Yeah, yeah it's uh, not but, nice. And also, again, edible nail polish. If I had a bottle of liquid KFC, I would drink it. Drink it. Yeah, you don't have it in a shot glass. Somebody bought me that for Christmas. It'd be gone by, you know, Christmas lunch. Or I'd be <laughs> glazing uh, <laughs> glazing a turkey or some anything. Oh, that'd be a good idea. I wonder if you could do that. You'd just put... You'd, you, put it on you top know, of other things. Um, yeah, you'd, you could literally use KFC nail polish and you could, you could glaze other foods, other things. You could... <laughs> As a prank, you could mould uh, a piece of shit into the shape of a chicken, and then you could paint it, with <laughs> paint it with nail polish, yeah. and, uh, and then, uh, and then quite and give, it to someone, give it to someone for dinner, and they would eat it. And think it was really. Oh, it tastes like jokes chicken. Jokes on you, because you told me that you couldn't polish a turd, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and yeah, stuff like that. Um, here's something I've been thinking about this week now. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, what the show is, by the way, listeners. Mm. I think this is good. I think we're doing all right. Prime this week. content, this is. Um, uh, this is what I've been thinking about this week. I don't think we've mentioned it before, but I've just I've been thinking about it a lot this week, right? So the, I think it's because of the Trump impeachment stuff that's happening mm-hmm. now. The Watergate scandal. Sure. There was the Watergate, and it's called the Watergate because it was at the Watergate Hotel. We have yeah. talked about this before, haven't we? Uh, oh, maybe. And is it about? Hang on. Let's Go just on. have the conversation like it's the first time we've had the conversation. Sure. Because right, so there's the Watergate scandal, mm-hmm. and it was at the Watergate Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then every time there's a scandal now, oh yeah, it's like oh, 
uh, you add gate onto the end. Mm. Diana gate. Yeah. Or um, Saatchi gate. I don't know if that was one. What were some of the gates? <laughs> um, bill Gates. <laughs> when uh, there was that dispute over the bill. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> we t- could get on local radio. But, uh, but when there was that, when there was that, um, there was that scandal about Bill Gates. It was Bill Gates Gate. Uh, but do you remember when there was that scandal about uh, the entranceway <laughs> to Bill, Bill Gates', Gates house. house? Yeah, Bill Gates', Bill Gates, 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 Gates. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so right, so that's that's the, how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Then, right, in the uh, in 1980, there was the movie Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate, which was like a very expensive movie. Basically, what was the director for that? Um, Michael Cimino, who did the Deer Hunter. Is it Cimino or Cimino? I I say Cimino. I say Cimino. Okay. Let's say Cimino. Mm. I think it's a really good example. (laughs) It's a beautiful piece of cinema, I think. (laughs) Um, uh, So there's Michael. He was the director of the Deer Hunter, correct? Which I think is uh, a bloated mess. The Deer Hunter. No, I like like parts of the Deer Hunter. Certainly, I'm all on board for the Russian roulette. But the wedding at the beginning drags on far too long. And the actual deer hunting is fairly disappointing. Um, (laughs) But but in many ways, I think, you know... uh, I think it would have worked better if they would used the innocence of maybe like Christopher Walken uh, and, and sort of maybe used his character as a metaphor of a deer. And uh, you saw like how putting them in a place of conflict like war, the Vietnam War, uh, affects them. Oh, I guess they had. <laughs> I guess they did it. Oh, actually, I do like that film. It's very clever. Very clever movie. Um, but um, so, so, so you did uh, Kevin's Gate, right? So the, okay, so these. No, hang on a second. No, right, okay, so, uh, um, okay, uh, these aren't, Sackgate, oh yeah, uh, comedian Russell Brandon, TV presenter Jonathan Ross left a series of obscene voice messages on the answering machine of, I mean, what, what were they thinking? I mean, it sounds, when you read it, you just go, it's baffling. Uh, yes. <laughs> Penis gate, while performer at a concert in Stockholm, singer Lenny Kravitz squatted and his pants split open, revealing his penis to concert goers. Uh, he was then impeached, and uh, he had to leave the White House under shame. Uh, Is that Lenny Kravitz? No, I'm getting... Sorry, penis gate mixed up with Watergate. Watergate. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Nipplegate. <laughs> easily done. Nipplegate. Justin Timberlake revealed Janet Jackson's breast during the halftime show of the Super Bowl XXX. You're telling me, V I I I, I I I. It was V I I I. It was V I I I. Fucking hell! Anyway, there are there are other fucking flake gate. Now I'm not. Oh, worried, yeah. But isn't it about um, uh, Anthony Turner? It is. Uh, yes, Anthony Turner. Uh, 
And then Fo- you- uh, photographs of the wedding reception of TV presenter Anthony Turner were used to promote Cadbury's. Then new snowflake chocolate bar, bringing scorn from the tabloid press and causing Turner to claim this was not part of the four hundred and fifty thousand that OK Magazine had paid her. For no, it was on top of that. <laughs> it's great sure deal. It's on top, right? Okay, cool. But I really, if you, I, I just think if you're going to get married, you may as well try and make some money out of it. Um, traditionally, it's by getting a big divorce, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, so there are all these. You know, Gates, right? Gates. Then there was he- Heaven's Gate, mm-hmm. which was a very expensive movie made by uh, uh, Michael Cimino, who I believe was on a lot of cocaine at the time. Plausibly. Allegedly. And it went massively over... It was Chris Christopherson, right? Mm. And it went massively over budget, and they filmed for ages, and, and basically it was from this... The guy that directed The Deer Hunter, and everyone was expecting like this instant classic to be made. I think the original cut was something like ten hours long, or nine hours long, or eight hours long. It was a very lo- it was mm. too long to be a film. And then they managed to cut it all the way down, and it was like a, I think his preferred cut was like four hours, and they managed to just hack it down to like two. I think maybe it was an hour and a half or two hours. Oh no, I think I think it's quite long still. I think it's like nearly three hours or something. But that's I think as short as they could but get it's it. But it's as short as they could get it, and he was yeah. And basically, they released it in the cinemas, and it was a massive disaster. It cost so much money. It was basically the end of the auteur period from mm-hmm. the 1970s, and it, yeah, and um. And so basically, Heaven's Gate is used as a benchmark for a bloated kind of self-indulgent mess. Mm-hmm. So then when they made Waterworld, they very cleverly called that Kevin, Kevin's Gate, because it's mm. Kevin Costner, and Kevin rhymes with heaven. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, no, I like it. So it they called it Kev- Kevin's Gate. Kevin's Gate. Right. But that's not to do with Watergate. That's to do with Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate, yeah. Now, Kevin's Gate wasn't a scandal. It was just another bloated, self-indulgent yeah. vanity project, wh- which I like. Sure. I like Waterworld. Me too. Yeah, you know, when I watch Mad Max, Road Warrior, <laughs> I get thirsty. <laughs> and I was just thinking, isn't there any way we can wet this movie up a bit? And they did. They made Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld. Water movie. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> now, uh, so that's called Kevin's Gate. Kevin's right? Gate. Now, I thought about this a lot. I can right? tell. Now, how are we living in... I think this society is bonkers. How sure. are we living in a society where we can just add the word gate onto the end of anything <laughs> and it can mean two totally different things? Yeah, because you could have called that Water Gate as well. You, could, you should have called it Watergate, Watergate, but it wasn't a scandal. No. I mean, in actual fact, that was more obvious, right? Yeah. Except for it it would only make you think of the Watergate scandal, and it wouldn't have made you think of Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Gate. I, have you got anything to add? No. I mean, I thought about it a lot, but I guess what I didn't do vitally was come up with a conclusion or punchline. No, it's good stuff, but though. But if Kevin Costner was in a scandal... You would call that. You'd call it Kevin's Gate. Kevin's Gate. But then you would think of Heaven's then Gate. Then you'd think again. of Heaven's Gate. So you'd have to call it Costner Gate. Costner Gate. You probably would. And what kind he, of? He would be the only man in the history of all mankind, going all the way back two thousand years to Jesus, <laughs> the first man. <laughs> that famously in the Bible, the first man. The first man. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Um, 
if you go all the way back 2019 years if we're going to round it down mm -hmm. then um he'd be the only man in the whole history to have gate put after both of his names to not only mean a bloated self-indulgent mess but also a terrible scandal be kevin's gate costner gate <sighs> i wouldn't want to be him right now <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what, uh, should we do fan mail and then we'll do what we've watched after after the song? Or should we see what's in our boxes? What's in these boxes? We've got these uh, tampon gate. Prince Charles. Oh, let's oh, not, talk, not do. That. Let's not talk about the royals. Prince Charles seems relatively cuddly uh, <laughs> at, the <minute>. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the minute. I mean, Who's your favourite royal? Um, Andrew, why? Anything happened recently? <laughs> no, I think I'm, it seems... <laughs> I, absolutely. I can't believe that interview. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> believe the interview. I've been watching sort of like um, uh, uh, body language analysis videos all week. <laughs> and you don't need them, right? You don't need the body language. It's like watching a child lie. Yeah. You know. Uh, but my thing is, you must have loads of PR people there going... What, what you need to say is, don't say this. You, you must say this. You watch the interview, and it looks like it's just the two of them. But you know, there's like hundreds. Of, like there must be just people eating there. People watching them going, "What are you doing, mate?" I always <laughs> think of like the PR person who was working on that um, Cold Pursuit movie with Liam Neeson. He sat in the room going, and then he starts k kicking off, and cheese must be like, what? Yeah, but Liam Neeson was doing the opposite of Prince Andrew, right? Liam Neeson oh, yeah, yeah. was being honest and he yeah. was oversharing. Oversharing. And he was doing a thing where it's just kind of like, it's actually on a level quite quite admirable what Liam Neeson was doing because he was trying to sort of like be honest. Right, right yeah, yeah. And you go, oh no, you, you, there are some things that you need to work and process yeah, for yeah. yourself and probably, probably don't, involve, don't, don't yeah. involve anyone else with this stuff. It's fucking awful, right? We'd rather not know, right? But, you know, I think that's a lot more complicated than Prince Andrew going on. And just, it looks, he just looks like he's lying. But like apparently, after the interview, he offered to give everyone a tour of Buckingham Palace because he <laughs> thought it went that well. He thought it went that well that he said, would you like to have a tour of Buckingham Palace? Well, didn't they, at the what? end as well, afterwards, they said, um, I wonder if you want to do, like, another interview sometimes. Let's clear up this stuff. And apparently he was like, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, I might be up for that. It was Anytime you like. It was so bad. Yeah. Uh, it was like, oh, fucking hell. Anyway, I, you know, I don't if, even if know anything, what we can say. If anything, I'm too honourable. That's, you know, it's just like, um, is, is there any reason why you shouldn't get this job? You know, what are, you, what are, you, what are your flaws? <laughs> what are your drawbacks? He goes, well, if anything, you know, I'm too hardworking. I'm too hardworking and um, I'm too punctual. <laughs> You know, sometimes I arrive the day before for a meeting this morning, you know. Um, uh, I've been fired from jobs uh, in the past because uh, I've uh, put too much work into a project <laughs> and have made everyone else look bad. So, um, yeah, if anything, I should probably work a little bit less. <laughs> Fucking... Uh, why, why were you hanging around with a convicted paedophile? Well, if anything, um, I'm too honourable. <laughs> I'm too much of a non-paedophile uh, to not hang around with a paedophile. If anything. Is this worrying? He did it himself. No, he, did, he, didn't. he went on TV and did it. What but it does it, all of it is that idea of like, why say Prince things? Andrew, non Sandrew, <laughs> fucking hell. Absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> fucking right, right, hell. I think the thing that this could get my head around was when he was talking about uh, 
Pizza Express, as if like he's remembered it. Like, oh, it's a real vivid memory for me. That like, like there's a, the day I got married. Uh, where was it? Prince Pizza Express. Yeah, where? Woking. Pizza Express. Why would you remember Pizza Express in Woking? Just for me, a prince. <laughs> that is unusual. It's very unusual. Being a Pizza Express in Woking. I think I've only been to Woking one or one or yeah, one or two times. That day is imprinted that. on my memory forever. I'll never forget it. Rather than saying, which is must be closer to the truth just by saying oh I have a secretary who looks after all my affairs so I've obviously I don't remember where I was on that date so I've uh, but I've asked since this has come out to find out where I was and apparently I was in um, Woking that day sort of and I've got that. people that say I was there and I've probably got people who look after my diary I'm a royal all my movements are probably covered just get someone to officially look into it he does he does sort of say that he, they, she says uh, why how do you remember it's Peter Express and Woking it sounds like a very specific thing because he said well as soon as somebody said Peter Express I went yeah of course oh yeah no, I remember yeah. I remember it specifically <laughs> remember it specifically and he goes into such detail yeah. of the stuff where you know it's kind of like I had, uh, I had a Vesuvio Tempe, <laughs> Tempe went to uh, charity. I remember, and I had some um, dough balls. Had some dough balls, and uh, they were very nice. And uh... and I had um, a salad, uh, but uh, had the dressing on the side because uh, <laughs> it's very important. Ever since I got shot at in the Falklands, mm. I've actually had an aversion to dressing on my salad. <laughs> so it's very important. I have and since trained myself in the years to have salad with dressing on it but I mean that was a long and hardy process <laughs> um, it wasn't on a Romana base it was on a classic base <laughs> they didn't do the Romanas then because I was there and I remembered it specifically thinking ah oh, I wonder if in the future they'll do a Romana base and it'll look flatter and a bit wider and get spread out to side but it wasn't it was a classic base but I didn't call it classic base at times it was the only option so I just said a Vesuvio, please. I didn't specify a classic base, and they didn't ask me because before they did the uh, the Romana style pizza, and I didn't. It wasn't one of the ones that's just veg on the side and has a bit of filling in in the middle. It wasn't like one of them pizza. It was a normal pizza, not a weird weird paedophile pizza. <laughs> it was a normal pizza. <laughs> um, but how do you know that um, you didn't have uh, sex with the victim? on any other day around that time. Because I distinctly remember <laughs> thinking, do you know what? Uh, before I had the pizza, I was thinking, I'm definitely uh, not going to have sex. Very much like a boxer in training. Because uh, I'm going to work my way up to this pizza. And after I had the bloody pizza, I thought, I'm so bloody stuffed. There's no way I'm going to be able to have sex after this. For at least, I would say, eight years. Mm. Uh which uh, was just about the same time that I managed to train myself to learn how to sweat again. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Like, the, the lying is so detailed. I love the idea of him thinking it's gone well, though. I love the idea of finishing going, oh. that's me off the hook. Anyway, we've got to clear that up. Uh, <laughs> it all fancy look around. Would you like to see the, would you like to see the ground jewels? <laughs> Don't go in there! No, 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 not like that! That's how I... Not like that! <laughs> Flashback! Um, you know, it's all alleged. Alleged. Who knows? Who knows what happened? Who knows? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so... Um, we, we've been given some... Oh, and I just wanted to say um, hello to Simon. Thank you for listening, Simon. Uh, I met you last night uh, in Forest Row. 
Uh, and she, and I wrote your name down. Where's on my Forest hand. Row? Uh, where isn't it? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I, I got there on train at night. Where think, were you last night? I think Nick? it's near. I was in Peach Express Woking. Oh, okay, all right, all right, fine. <laughs> um, Forest Row. Uh, I did a gig in Forest Row. It's, I think it's fairly near Brighton. Ah. <coughs> but anyway, hello, Simon. Anyway, we've been given uh, some. These are from. Two very heavy boxes. Claire. These are from Claire. And she has sent me... Because I was talking about the Hubba Bubba drink, she has sent me two bubblegum-flavoured drinks. The Bars Bubblegum, I've had it before. I'm a big fan of Bars Bubblegum. Uh, and one that's called Fizzy Bubblegum Flavoured Drink by Millions, Millions, Millions. Yeah, but Millions do the... Um... I don't know, Millions. Yeah, they do those... Uh... You know, you do those long kind of like sachets of uh, tiny balls. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, oh, I've got some. Uh, oh wow! I've extra got chocolatey whole, white chocolate rounds. The, box, the best biscuits. A whole box of tissues. I've got a, a cowboy boot. Um, what do you call it? Um, oh, uh, stocking a stocking. With a, a suction cup inside. Oh, that's my first gift of the year. Got some milk chocolate chocolate rounds and some white chocolate chocolate rounds. I ate a packet of those in, four, oh, I would say, under ten minutes. <laughs> I reckon I could do that. Oh, maple and pecan matchmakers. Uh, this is not radio, but Sensation Street Mix inspired Mexico City and uh, maple and pecan Sensation matchmakers. Street Mix inspired Bangkok. Where? <laughs> Bangkok. Sounds painful. Milky bar and milky bar with Smarties. That sounds good. I've got found a mint drink. Okay, lemonade and mint. Thought you might like it. Oh, that's very good. That's good. And rhubarb. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you for those. A mint drink. I've got maple and pecan. Pecan. Matchmakers. And what? Are we meant to... Are we meant to open these presents? Oh, you've just gone straight for it and opened them. Yeah, we're not meant to. Well, I don't think that, I think you're going to save them for Christmas, aren't you? Oh yeah, I suppose. Doesn't matter. It's on air, isn't it? But I've got some wicked hammer socks. Hammer socks. Dracula, the Curse of Frankenstein. I like that. It hasn't specified Frankenstein. It is indeed the Curse of Frankenstein, with the original design Christopher Lee uh, uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I think that's how you pronounce it. And the Taste of Blood of Dracula. That's weird. They've done socks specifically of Taste of Blood of Dracula and Dracula. They're official Hammer merchandise, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're for people that like Hammer. I like Hammer. Do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. You should pie a pop about yeah, that I one day, mate. <laughs> I do like it. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you, Claire, very much. I've got something that feels like it's a T-shirt, but it might not be, and I won't be angry if it isn't. <laughs> it is. What is a T-shirt? <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, it says... It's like a Dr. Zeus-inspired John Carpenter T-shirt that says the thing won. Um, that's lovely. Great. Uh, thank you very much, Claire, if that is your real name. Uh, I, will, I will hang my boot by the window on a suction cup and I will eat my sensation mixes with my matchmakers and wash it down with my rhubarb and lemon and mint drinks. Uh, wearing my T-shirt. I've also been sent a, uh, a Christmas card and a CD from Paul Smith. It is Christmas coming up, isn't it? It is. Soon. Paul Smith? Paul Smith. <laughs> Fucking hell. God, Coca-Cola with garlic. In Romania, I found this Coke in Romania. 
Coca-Cola garlic. That's not real. Is that it's a joke? Real. Is Transylvania in Romania? It's near Romania. Surely it rhymes. Uh, and uh, Nick, uh, Paul Smith's given us seven stars, which is good. And he's also given us a CD with uh, cover versions of Christmas songs. So it's got Last Christmas by New Order, Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by Underworld, Stop the Cavalry, doesn't say who that's by, Fairy Tale of New York by Vangelis, and In Duke Jubilo by Kraftwerk. Yeah, thank you very much, Paul. Did he give us one each or just... Just one. There's one there, come on. I'll let you um, listen to it this week. Well, you can have it for Christmas. Okay. You were right. Transylvania is a region in central Romania. That's what I said. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so that's why it's garlic, isn't it? That makes more sense, doesn't it? If uh, a Romanian Coca-Cola that's got garlic in it, it's a joke, isn't it, for Transylvania? And probably for tourists. Yeah, it's a tourist thing, as opposed to... Oh, Romania? Is that anything to do with Transylvania? No. We just... No. There have been several notable residents of Forest Row in the recent past and present. Ben These Elton, include David Ben Elton. Gilmore from Pink Floyd, Engelbert Humperdinck, and... Uh, sorry. <laughs> I literally raced over <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, These include Ben Elton, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd, Engelbert Humperdinck had a holiday cottage <laughs> in the village during the 1980s. Forest Row is a village and a relatively large civil parish in the Wealden district of East Sussex, England. Never heard of it. Forest Row? Yeah, never heard of it. Um, little fun fact. I always write where I am on my hand so that when I'm on stage I don't have to think about it. Uh, and yesterday was the first time I actually ever genuinely had to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know... Where it's a little on? village. I thought it's like Forest Hill, maybe. I kept thinking and then it wasn't. But I, I, I was there for less than an hour. <laughs> OK, uh, let's do some fan mail. She's a... <laughs> <laughs> Is that the cheesy lady? We still got that one. That's nice. Still got that. I like it. Theme from Deer Hunter. That's speaking, fan club. Speaking of the Deer Hunter, uh, compliments of the season to you, guy. <clears throat> compliments of the season to you guys. I hope you're making a five-star show today. What do? What condiments are your favourites? Thanks, Mel G. Spice Girls, Mel G. Is it? <laughs> New, another one. Mel G. Mel Garlic My from garlic. Transylvania. <laughs> Mel Mel Gedroik from Mel and Sue. My favourite. My favourite con- condiment uh, is um, probably Featherlight. <laughs> Hello, men. Like that. Hello, men. Hello, men. Love you. Love your show. Would you sing me a Christmas carol, please? Thanks, Den. Den, that's a good name. Yeah. Uh, Den and men. Hello, men. From Den. Yeah. It's like his son a little, uh, little rhyme. Yeah. Anyway, no is the answer. Um, morning. I wish I was James Bond sometimes. Or Desperate Dan. Are there any characters you'd want to be? Nick. I can see you as Steptoe and Nat. You could be the milk tray man in that's, my opinion. That's, good. that's all right. Thank you in advance, Moog. He's a fucking. Could be the milk tray man. My favourite condiment is um, 
I, I think condiments are quite weird because I have a lot of condiments in my house and mm. what I end up doing is uh, having a separate plate next to my main plate that I just pour condiments on and then what I do is I do a couple of dips of the condiment and then I throw it all down the sink. Like a palette, like an artist's like palette. Like an artist's palette. And I think really time would be better spent just taking the condiments out of the fridge and emptying them down the sink. <laughs> I think, you know. Um, but my favourite condiment that I really do, really do, do, I love it, is um, the holy fuck sauce uh, that the rib man makes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is so hot. But it's so delicious. It's delicious. It's the thing. Um, there are a lot of hot sauces out there and the ones that I think um, are less successful are the ones that are just hot you know but they're tasty as well uh, the ones that are the best are the ones that are absolutely delicious and are fucking hot on top of that. So you wanna you wanna eat them because they're nice, but you're almost suffering from having some nice. Yeah, you feel like you're actually punishing yourself by eating them, but like, but they're delicious. You can't help you yourself. Can't help yourself. Uh, that's how I feel about con- condiments. Uh, do I wish I was any character? Or what character would you be? If I could be any character. What do I think? Sometimes I genuinely think I'm not that interested in James Bond, but I do sometimes think oh, they're never going to ask me at James Bond, are they? And they have a little moment. Have you seen the new trailer? Yeah, it didn't didn't overly grab me. Oh, I thought it looked great. I thought it looked great. My favourite bit is the bit when he uh, goes up to the main desk and he says name. He goes Bond. And then he looks up like he doesn't know who the fuck he is. He goes, James, James Bond. <laughs> and you go, that's such a funny joke. It's, it's brilliant. And you go, yeah. And, you know, uh, everyone's been really worried online about the fact that James Bond is going to go woke and it's all going to be like this. Uh, 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 all, of, all of the incels are worried that it's all going to be feminist propaganda and they're going to castrate Bond and it's all going to be about uh, women taking over mm-hmm. the franchise. He's nearly been castrated several times, hasn't he? Uh, that happens um, most films, doesn't it? I think that I think that it's still going to be a Bond film. Hmm. It's just going to go with current times, like Bond has always done. Yeah, I'm, I couldn't give a shit about James Bond. Really, I like Roger Moore, and I and I, and I liked the oh. Sean Connery Bonds. I was uh, I watched. Go, go on. All I'm saying is though that w- Roger Moore's first Bond was a black exploitation movie. Yeah, uh, because it was made in the early seventies when black exploitation was around, and one of his later seventies films was Moonraker, which was set in space because it came out a year after Star Wars. In actual fact, it was meant to be uh, for your eyes only, and they delayed that a year, ah, uh, and they brought out Moonraker, Moonraker instead. What is this? What you push up? What push up drink? What is what? Is, you can't... What? Breast enlargement drink. You can't put that picture up while I'm broadcasting. <laughs> I've asked you once, I've asked you a thousand times. <laughs> There's a breast enlargement drink in Japan. I think I've been getting those. I think something's been... I feel like I've had a couple of those by mistake. Yeah, it's called Full Fat Coke. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, uh, so yeah, I think that the new... And there's, like, a few jokes in it where you go, yeah, it's really good. It sort of, like, humanises him a bit and takes it... I've no, I don't find the James Bond persona particularly uh, no. likeable or interesting, and I don't really buy it. And I think, especially at the time when I was really into, um, like... Uh, 
Hollywood blockbuster action movies like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stone. I'd always preferred to watch those than James Bond. It always felt like a real throwback. Like, you know, even Pierce Brosnan was kind of like, really? We're still trying with this when they do it so much better in other places. So it's really weird that it's endured. And then... Uh, Casino Royale I loved and then I haven't really liked any of them that much no. since and they're always only one watches for me I'll watch them and then I'll, I'll never think about them again certainly yeah all I, the, uh... I can't even remember Spectre right? and no I, know I can't really I can't remember it at all and um, I remember there's a bit in like some um, stair lift not stair lift what they call them ski lift things and that's all I remember Spectre yeah I don't remember that there's a bit in there he's in like a ski it, lift I remember it ends on a bridge does it? I, I couldn't fucking. I, I thought it was a bit in a helicopter. Is it? <laughs> I can't. I can't remember it. Right. <laughs> Me either. Uh, but then, and then I saw the, the advert for this and you, the trailer for this, and you go, "Oh, this looks great. It looks like it's like uh, there's a little bit of relevance, and they've shaken it up a little bit. I hope they don't like shake it up to the point where it's unrecognisable. Mm. But like the fact that he's poking fun at himself. Yeah. Roger Moore did that. Well, I was watching Man with a Golden Gun this week. I forgot. Because I've been trying to watch Roger Moore once, because I watched Live and Let Die a little while ago after he got sent that book, and I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that, actually. But what I enjoy about it, James Bond works best when it's poking fun at itself, because it's silly. Otherwise. It's just it's silly, so you have to acknowledge how silly it is. Even the fact that he's bedding all of these women that are, like, 40 years younger than yeah. him is ridiculous. Yeah. It's all ridiculous, and anyone that's taking any of that at face value and is getting angry at the fact that <laughs> it's changing with the times, it's just like... But he's like a cartoon character. They're not aware of their own franchise. They're not aware <laughs> of the franchise that they're trying to protect. You're going, you're trying to protect something that's completely different. Right? They're all taking the piss out of themselves. It's all a joke. You know, um, uh, none of this is real. And I think people get really too um, too caught up on iconography, and, and I, I just think I think that people like I posted the po- I posted the trailer on on Twitter, and I said, um, "Oh, this is the first James Bond film I've been looking forward to since Casino Royale." And then uh, somebody somebody messaged me, and they said, uh, "Yeah, I, I think that." Since uh, Timothy Dalton, every single James Bond film has just taken itself more and more seriously. And I prefer the early days when uh, they were a bit more light-hearted. And I just posted. A, I was looking for a meme of um, of Pierce Brosnan uh, windsurfing <laughs> on a, on an avalanche, and I found one of uh, the Russian on a toilet reading a newspaper. And Pierce Brosnan appears upside down, and the Russian sort of like uh, looks over his newspaper, and you can just see Pierce Brosnan looking at him upside down right and i just posted that and i was just like what the fuck are you talking about there was like two fairly serious straight face james bond films in the mid 80s starring timothy dalton because they were competing with lethal weapon back then <coughs> and then it went to pierce Brosnan, and it got more it got more he has an invisible ridic- car in his last it's one. more ridiculous than, than fucking and the villain lives in a nice palace <laughs> It's, it's either as more or as equal to ridiculousness as what Roger Moore was doing. Yeah, I mean the last the, the Pierce Brosnan ones are almost like um, Batman and Robin. They kind of I like, think uh, like with Pierce Brosnan when he first started, he was just like, oh, he's the perfect balance between Connery and Moore. And then by the end of it, it's just like he's more Roger Moore than Roger Moore. <laughs> it was fucking insane what he was doing. Um, uh, I didn't. I, I was a bit disappointed with Man with the Golden Gun. I thought I'm going to love this. Chris Lee is the villain, but actually the only good bits of it are the jokes. And you go. Got great jokes in it. Oh, I disagree. Brilliant jokes. I think Man with the Golden Gun and Diamonds Are Forever are my two favourite James Bond films. I think they're just films that I could watch. But when the, when he uh, um, when he's talking to Scaramanga, who's uh, Christopher Lee, 
and he's like, well, how will I recognise him? And uh, his girlfriend, who's like um, doing the dirty on him, goes, he's got three nipples. And he goes, oh, what an anatomical tidbit. <laughs> and you go, great joke. Um, <laughs> how will I recognise him? Well, James, he's got two arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> Bottoms up, <laughs> and it ends like the ending of it is literally like the ending of the whole film. When you watch it, like Scaramanga is killed. Spoilers. Um, I reckon about twenty minutes before the end, and you go, "There's a lot of film still to go," yeah, and he's dead. Knickknack, isn't there? You got knickknack to deal with. Who eventually just gets put in a cage above a uh, on a on a boat. Well, uh, Roger Moore ends up having sex with Britt Eklund on a boat, and then M calls him up on the phone while he's having sex, and he picks up the phone and goes, "Hello," <laughs> midway, and then 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 um, M says, "Oh, is is good night with you?" Who's Britt Eklund? And he goes, "I'll just get her for you," and then just carries on, and then he's going, "Bun bun," and he picks up the phone, and he goes, "Where's good night?" And he's like, "She's just coming." And then you can hear M going, Good night. He goes, Good night, M, and puts the phone down. So, the, like, the last five minutes of the film is like an extended, like, sketch, comedy sketch yeah. of Roger Moore doing a series of double entendres to M on the phone. And then just hanging up. Then hanging up. And you go, This is the end of the whole film. <laughs> it's like a two Ronnie sketch. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's got, and it's also got the wonky boat. Yeah. There's nothing. I, th- I think it was great. It was. That was. That was. That weirdly, it's like they're weird films, aren't they? I went on a cruise around Howlong Bay. It's got these amazing rock formations, and all I could think of was Man with the Golden Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I love Man with the Golden Gun. I think it's a great film. And I, what I like about it is that it's not really. It doesn't really adhere to the same format. Yeah, it isn't. Yeah, it's it kind does. Of like, yeah. He basically goes to one place. Um, so from good night to by a surprise <laughs> a surprise special guest surprise, special guest we've got Juliet Sia uh, back in uh, who's brought in some bread a couple of weeks ago we we um, were I disputed whether uh, uh, or not sourdough was a legitimate entry into the bread canon, <laughs> and uh, uh, and Juliet's brought in. I've put your mic on so you can talk, oh, really? but what it's right here. Okay. Um, I think I've put your mic on. I, I felt I was challenged by you when you said you didn't like sourdough. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I've put I put it on. Yeah, um, yeah, I do. Uh, well, yes. I mean, I said that I like sourdough in that one restaurant. What was it? Uh, Pig and Butcher, but. Um, but yeah, I've, I've never been 100% um, sold on it. But that looks incredible. So, yeah, I've just baked it so, freshly nah, for you. Can you oh, push oh, the microphone over? Yeah, I've just baked it freshly for you this very morn. That's incredible. It so, looks beautiful. I've bought you some butter, I've bought you some sea salt, I've bought you some smoked sea salt. And um, I'm going to. Shall I slice it up now? Yes, yes slice it up. See, I'm, I'm already quite sold on sourdough, so this is just going to be. Uh, a bonus. A bonus. This is uh, uh, annoyingly. This is one of the only days I've ever had breakfast. Oh no! Um, but you can manage this. I can. I can manage some bread. Uh, I just want to read out a piece of fan uh, 
uh, mail. It says, Happy Fan Club Friday. Christmas is the best season. Could you play some festive bangs instead of Cooper? Love a bit of Alice, but not in December, Dexy. Uh, Dexy, when you have your own radio shows, then you can play whatever you like. But <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you're a cunt. My, uh, my, my choice this week is quite festive. What is it? It's uh, well, it's the, we're the one station that plays David Essex, so I've I've put on uh, Winter's Tale. Winter's Tale, absolutely brilliant. My favourite Shakespeare play as well. There you uh, go. Of course, it's not. It's no one's favourite Shakespeare play. <laughs> right. Uh, one. You want to share a slice? or have one each. One, one each. each. Right. One each. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, please. Well, you you live you live quite close to the studio, but yeah. you have you have arrived at the studio with your own knife, which yeah. you have yeah. a, a dangerous weapon that you have been <laughs> transporting through the streets exactly. of uh, of North London. We're taking North London streets with yeah. a sourdough knife. Like the, That'd be uh, a good like um, Death Wish film, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think we should be encouraging right. that sort of behaviour. Do you want to do your own butter? Because I don't know about you, but I'm very particular about how I like my butter. Are you? I have it like, just... I get really cross if someone else does my toast. Yeah, I like my butter with just a smidge of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, guys? There we go. I do. Yeah, it really annoys me if someone does toast and then they don't put it right up to the edges and stuff. Oh, really? oh yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, what, really, what oh, God, absolute no. monsters. But you know what, though? I don't know what sort of controlling fucking sociopaths would attempt to put butter on someone else's toast. True. It's such a personal thing. I don't thing. know who would do that. I'm not doing yours. <laughs> I'm not asking you to do mine. I'm just saying, but look at the fucking me- That was a brand <laughs> new butter. <laughs> and you've absolutely fucking massacred it. <laughs> I know, but I just... Uh, You're panicking. You've got to, yeah. While it, and it's warm, isn't it? Can you feel the warmth? The I can. It's, that's what, that's one yeah. of the things where I'm but excited about. he's panicking. About. He's overthinking it. He's trying to create content <laughs> and, <laughs> and butter <laughs> and bread <laughs> and eggs and stuff. Um, uh, uh, hello, this is Classic 3.5 show already. Is this from today? I'd love edible clothes and shoes. Would you eat anything or anyone? Is this from today? Really? 3.5? I think, 3.5. It was, I think it's already been a five-star show, my friend. I think, uh, Tony, you're wrong. Um, I'd love edible clothes and shoes. Would you eat anything or anyone? Juliet, would, what, what sort of clothes or shoes would you like that are edible? Oh. <laughs> you, you made an edible jumper. I have made an edible Christmas jumper, so I'd say that one. It was all gingerbread and sugary. Yeah, um, I remember. But I, yeah, no, as a, ed, something that someone's worn is a bit... Bit gross, isn't it? Not if it's pants or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Not if it's you pa- me. <laughs> underwear of a loved one. Uh, you know, Definitely not shoes. Uh, not, uh, not like a not like a not like a mum or a dad or a sister, but like you know, um, a, a romantic partner. Um, sure, uh, you'd overlook anything. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you going to have some uh, so smoked sea salt? I'd, ha- I'd like to try some smoked sea salt. Yeah. So is this unsalted butter? Um, it's slightly salted. Cause I, I don't, oh, do you like unsalted only? Or no, okay I just think, if, I think that what they, ch- they tend to do is they put unsalted butter and then you have the salt oh, at the side I to like salt it yourself. I like a bit of double salt action. Sure, yeah. I'm not judging you. Yeah, please don't. I'm not, I wouldn't. <laughs> I think when you have the unsalted butter, it's it's just bland. You think that's what that's one of the things that's good about butter. Yeah, it just tastes like fat, doesn't it? Mm. It, doesn't have an, it doesn't have a taste. What's the salt. point? What right, is go, the go, point? Let me see In fact, we both we both can't eat bread at the same time. This would be disastrous. What are you thinking? Would it be disastrous because you wouldn't? Do it? <laughs> 
<laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Because what's happening now is Nick's eating bread, and I'm just waiting to eat bread. <laughs> Staring at Nick. <laughs> the thing is, everyone thinks that I'm the unprofessional one, right? But I know I'm so much I, worse. Even, I'm so much even worse. Even when I'm here, <laughs> distracted. And, and you point out, well, we can't both eat bread. <laughs> So I'll just watch Nick eat bread in silence. Because <laughs> I was waiting for my turn. All that was happening was my brain just went, I wish I was eating bread. <laughs> so I was just waiting for Nick to swallow some bread so I could have another mouthful of it. That bread is delicious. Is it? Um, yeah, of course oh, it is. thank you. Um, um, the crust is really nice. What does the actual bread taste of? Not taste of, there's sort of like a texture to it. Oh, John well, Robbins would be up in a, a field day. <laughs> well, this bread has got quite—it's um, quite hydrated. There's like nearly eighty percent hydration in that loaf, you know. What is? What counts as hydrated? <laughs> so much the um, water world to <laughs> Kinsmills Mad Max. Very <laughs> 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 what? Um, what makes a sourdough? What is a sourdough and not? Well, um, sourdough is just basically wild yeast because you just basically, you know, there's yeast in the air all around. Wild yeast? Yeah. Starring uh, (laughs) Roger Moore (laughs) and Richard Harris. The wild yeast. Yeah. So basically, yeah, you just make your... So you don't use use yeast that you buy in the shops. You just basically make... (laughs) You get um, some bread flour and water and you mix it together. (laughs) And then you let it kind of... And then you feed it every day. So you have to feed your sourdough and it eats itself. Um, and after about it eats itself. Yeah, it kind of eats itself. What are you feeding it? Um, you just feed it more bread flour and water, and then it creates its own um, like yeast. Its own, the, the, it, it makes its own yeast. So it bubbles up and it becomes activated. And then when it's all bubbly, you feed it about eight hours before you want to use it, and it looks like a paste to start with. But then once the wild yeast gets to work, it kind of bubbles up. The wild yeast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you then you um, put it in some more water and add some more bread flour. That and then um, after half an hour, add some sea salt, and that is it. That's all you've got in there. Nice these and, are, and these look incredible as well. They do, don't they? That's the Gringe that is. <laughs> it is, yeah. Like, check, it is exactly. Check out my Gringe. Look at that. <laughs> See. What? This what? is the, you know, some people call it an ear. You know when you get the kind of bit that flaps up, right? Yeah. Or a gringe, which I think I prefer the word. A gringe, gringe yeah. right? Mm. I thought it was in Grinch. <laughs> and then when you lifted up some bread, I was thinking, is that a, a gringe? A Grinch. That's yeah. a gringe. Yeah. Mm. So that's a sign of an. I item. think I'd use the word flange. Flange. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good word too, isn't it? It's a brilliant word. Go <laughs> on. Mm. Well, I'm now, glad you've enjoyed it. God, that's. I mean, what a day. What a day. I've got sweets to eat. I'm supposed to be going to a wedding later. Now I've got stuff to carry, but it's, uh, it's brilliant. Thank you very much for, you. for our bread. You're welcome. And um, I wouldn't have expected you to come back, but you have kept to your promise <laughs> yeah. and brought us all some uh, sourdough to eat. When challenges me about, well, or when you said you didn't like sourdough, I just thought, I just wanted you to try my one. I'll tell you what, I bet there's, I bet you 10, no, ten, I bet you 10p that you bring us loads of cakes again. <laughs> Well, well, maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Take that. I bet you won't. I bet, I bet this is the last time you bring anything in for free to us. <laughs> On a Friday. Yeah. I bet we never see you again in here with, with stuff for us to eat. Or the cheese lady. <laughs> yeah, I bet we never see her again either. Have you had a cheese lady? Oh, yeah. Oh, did you have Morgan? Yeah, we had Morgan. Oh, when did you have her in? Oh, six months ago. Oh, she's brilliant, isn't she, Morgan? Yeah, she's great. I yeah. met her on um, 
Sunday brunch. Oh yes, yes. And uh, yeah, and I went round to a cheese shop, but it was closed. And then because um, uh, <laughs> I had to on the way back from filming. We drove through, where is it? It's Muswell, Muswell Hill, Hill. Drove yeah. through Muswell Hill and I got out one day and uh, to, to go to a shop. But it was, uh, she, it was she was out drinking. As usual. <laughs> <laughs> so, Basically what um, happened was, for a year on this show, we just had comedians on who'd come in and bring us nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Not even content. Morgan came on, <laughs> brought cheese in, and then we've basically said... Can we just have people that bring us food people in luncheon? Because yeah. it's quite it's quite a tight turnaround for us after the show, <laughs> and we have to go off and do other things. So you rarely get to have lunch. So this way, it just means that we get we do get something to yeah, eat. That's, that's a good plan. <laughs> I should have, if I'd known, I should have got Morgan to come in with me because we uh, we have collaborated before on a YouTube video where we made I made the world's best Christmas cake and um, we ate it with cheese. Um, and we did a YouTube video together. I imagine that works quite yeah. well, it works right? really well. It's really Christmas really next week, isn't it? Cake. Yeah, a really decent fruitcake. It's like a chutney that goes well with the cheese. Mm. Yeah. Christmas is coming, though, isn't it? That would be a nice... Um... Yeah, and I can do another shameless plug. In actual fact, my you know my show, Beautiful Baking? I do know. The next three episodes are all about Christmas. And how's that show going? I've been really tuning well. in on a Sunday. Have you seen some? I've seen some, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very no. good show. Yeah, thank you. Where was, there was one where you went to, is it one of the cake <laughs> shops in, is it in Soho yes, or somewhere? Yes, my friend Gemma's shop, Crumbs and Doilies. Yeah, that yeah. Like Crumbs and Doilies? Yeah. Don't know about the name. But, <laughs> incredible cake. Yeah, it was good, oh, wasn't it? Whereabouts in Soho is it? Carnaby Street. Well, just off Carnaby Street in Kingley mm. Court. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kingley Court. Yeah. Oh, Kingley Court. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's got Shoyu in there. It does, yeah, yeah. Sure, you're coming. That's what <laughs> Sean Connery would say if he ran, if he ran a ramen shop. He'd call it Sure. I mean, sorry, I'm, I've got to bring it back to the brand, uh, which is never not nerdy. <laughs> the triple N. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and are you getting recognised in the street and stuff? No. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, it's only it's a Sunday morning show, isn't it? It's not. It's not. You know. Yeah, but yeah. it's ITV. Yeah, no, I haven't actually. I haven't been recognising the street. Wow. That's um, crazy. Maybe people will just um, steer well clear. That's probably because you've got a knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> happening. They probably all want to talk to you and you're carrying a, a, a lethal knife. weapon yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, no, but I think it's been going well. I've had loads of, it's been brilliant actually because loads of people have been sending me pictures of all the cakes and the stuff and the bakes I've been making. Um, so that's really good for me. I and mean, I think if you inspire someone to think, well, I'm going to make that, you know, that very day people are sending pictures when they've made it in the afternoon and stuff. So it's been brilliant. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And um, yeah, been doing a bit more this morning, going back there on Tuesday to do um, a gingerbread latte forest cake. So it's all about Christmas being for me now. I love Christmas. It's my favourite time of year. Do you? I love Christmas. Yeah. This is it now. I, I, what I really want to do is just sort of bed in somewhere and just... All um, right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Okay. Christmas you really did on. like that, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I really like Christmas, but I'm absolutely appalled that it's, what is it, the 6th of December already? Mm. Is it the 6th? Mm. And it's like, I've been so busy this year and uh, I feel like if it was December next week, I would be able to get on top of things. Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because it's Christmas, oh, it's it's just not enough time. It's not enough time. I haven't I got enough time to do any of the stuff. I'm not going to decorate my flat. Oh no, that's I'm sad. I'm not going to. Yeah, it's, I, I just I haven't got any time to do anything. Aww. Oh well. 
Shall I come around and decorate your flat for you as well? Then? All right, that's fine. As long as it's all <laughs> edible. <laughs> long as it's all edible. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely delicious. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, okay, so we'll go into a song now. What do you think? I'm going to love you and leave you and say farewell because I have to go off and do some more baking. Of course so, you do. Of course so, you do. Thank you very much for coming in. That you. was absolutely delicious. <laughs> I can't it was incredible. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Right. We're not in any rush. So, um, uh, how many more episodes? Have you got three more episodes? I've got five more episodes, and the next three... How many episodes did you get? Ten. Whole, ten? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we've got... Um, this week is, like, Christmas baking, like, holiday baking with the kids. following week is Christmas edible gifts. Oh, yeah. um, and then... And are you doing edible underwear one week? Maybe, maybe if we get another series, maybe we'll, we'll late night. That one. Yeah, a late night version, like Holly Oaks late. <laughs> or I, one of those. I don't. I normally eat mine the morning after. <laughs> so, so you know, Sunday morning is perfect for it. <laughs> a- accompaniments. <laughs> yeah, oh, stuff gross. to dip it in. <laughs> Mind you, mine already. Mine, mine normally come pre dipped. Pre-dipped. Yeah. Self sourced. That's pudding. one way of saying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Then my final. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Then my final Christmas episode, just to bring it back to something a bit more um, seasonal. Yeah, is all about Christmas Day, and I'm really excited because I've got a vegan Christmas main on it, which is a Brussels sprout tart tartan, which is really delicious. What's a tart tatan? So it's like you know the French tart. It's um, quite often just with apples, but it's yeah, also right. savoury. What? So, so you, you, you see, you slice Brussels sprouts and you make them so like a fan half. of them. No, these ones are just half, but they're all um, sort of um, fried them up in the pan with some lovely red onions mm-hmm. and some um, some oil and some red wine vinegar and some marmites. Get it all sort of sticky and juicy, and then lay over some puff pastry. Whack it in the oven. And then after half an hour, you flip it over, and it's sort of gorgeous, like caramelised. You know, have you ever had roasted sprouts before? Yes. Yes, yeah, so it's kind of like roasted, caramelised, jammy sprouts on top of a crispy puff pastry, it's with a touch, of, very savoury, really good. That sounds incredible. Yeah, it's so nice. And in fact, <laughs> we were talking about what we wanted um, for Christmas dinner this year. Um, I don't like turkey. Don't you? I don't really like roast dinners. And I was just like, can't we just have a curry? You don't like roast dinners? Not really. Or roast potatoes? I think that it's sort of like... Uh, right, okay. Don't take this the wrong way. But I feel like it's like medieval, unadventurous cooking where we're not going to we're not gonna combine ingredients. We're just going to have... There are the carrots. There are the potatoes. There are the peas. There... Oh, th- that's the meat and it's all sort of like separate oh. elements on a plate and then you pour gravy all over it and that's meant to sort of like tight together and oh. I know you can do loads of really you know uh, s- exciting stuff with vegetables these days but it, when you when people go on about oh let's go to the pub for a Sunday roast that's not what Sunday roasts are doing they're doing your basic Sunday roast and I've never had one that I think is better than a lasagna or better <laughs> than um you know, uh, chicken dansac or uh, chicken chow mein or Vietnamese food. I've so never you had love flavours. Re- you just love lots of like punchy flavours. I don't. Eat, I, and I think also they're really heavy. And I would say I like uh, drinking uh, like uh, like a, a thou or yeah. uh, something that's light but full of flavour. Or and I like rice and I like uh, I love rice uh, and I love noodles. 
Um, and I don't tend to eat like potatoes and chips and really? stuff like that. So it's kind of like I'd, my instincts would always be like to eat rice and stuff like that. So I've never really been into sort of like roast dinners. And then when you go to like Christmas de- Day, that's like the king of the roast dinners. So it better be fucking good. And it's never, it's never as good as, you know, something, something else that you'd rather be eating, I suppose. Well, I find I mean, it very comforting, a roast. I do as well. I think it's probably, that would be my like favourite dinner to have. Because it's just comforting, it's simple. Really crunchy, like fatty um, potatoes with loads of salt on. And just all the veg. You feel like it's quite healthy as well, like having all those different vegetables. But it's really basic. But I guess, like, you know, each to their own, isn't it? I'm never going to persuade you, See, if you if you don't like I that. D- but I, think you- I mean, chips. Who doesn't like chips? I mean, I don't not like chips, but I, I wouldn't choose to eat chips. I'd rather have rice. But then oh if I thought God. about it, what my my idea of something that would be delicious for, to have at Christmas would be to have kind of like uh, gammon or like a ham hock and have that with mashed potatoes and peas. And, but that's not a roast, is it? No. Even though if you roast the meat... Yeah, it's not really. But you can't. What you're not allowed mashed potatoes now. Oh, mashed potatoes are the worst <laughs> potato of any. If you have, if you had to pick a type of potato, mash would be the worst. Well, I, I love mashed potato. Don't get me wrong, but I couldn't. I couldn't live without. If I thought I'd never have a roast potato again, I'd kill no. myself. <laughs> I, I love a roast what potato. What is a roast potato if not mashed potato in a shell? Because exactly. It's a crispy, crunchy Num. shell. Sure, fine. Oh. But it's nothing without the mash. There used to be, uh, I don't think they do it now, there's a pub in St. Martin's Lane called the Lamb and Flag Pub. And on a Sunday, they used to have uh, roast potatoes on the bar. You could just oh. have just you could just yeah, have as a snacking. little snack. Yeah, but that yeah, was because they brilliant. fell off someone else's plate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Still counts. And, um, Still counts. I guess what I'm trying to say, Julia, I guess what I'm trying to say, Julia, is that I don't think I've ever had an amazing... I think, you're, you ha- I think you're doing this challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to come round and make Christmas dinner show. as We've well got as one the... more show left yeah. next Friday. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think... Uh, I don't think you could make a nice roast dinner, Juliet, <laughs> next Friday oh. between 12 and 2. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid I'm, I'm, not, I'm not biting to that. I've I've not... I do make the best roast dinner in the world, just saying. Right. I believe, <laughs> I believe you. Well, need to prove him, but gonna, I do believe you. But we, you know, I'm we gonna, can. I'm not going to base it. I'm, you know, I've got pretty uh, uh, dis- extinguished, distinguished uh, taste buds, and um, yeah, I'm not going to take. It's just most thing a bit too basic for you. Do you think? I just think it's just kind of like it's like it. It feels like they couldn't even be bothered to combine the ingredients to make something. It's just like there you go. I just don't think you've had a decent one then in your life. I mean, mm. that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Mm. Right, and okay, you make right, the best yeah. ones yeah, in the world. But you make the best ones. I guess. I guess it must be pretty good. Yeah. But, I guess uh, we'll never know. I guess you never I'd will. Guess it's we'll really never good. know if Nick will ever like a roast dinner. I, I, not that I don't like roast dinners, and I have had roast dinners that I enjoy, but I've never had a roast dinner that I would enjoy more than something. I remember something last else. time I was here, you told me your mum didn't massively like cooking. No, my mum. No, my mum. Yeah, she does. She's so good at. She's good at cooking, but she doesn't really. She doesn't really do a lot of cooking, whereas my dad, I don't know. Um, is your dad a good cook or love cooking? No, he doesn't love cooking. And so I think, I think that that's comes where the roast the things food. come from then, because most people that talk about a roast always say, well, it's never as good as my mum's one. Mm. You know, you get that kind of, it's a nostalgic sort of deep. That's what I think, it's a comfort, comfort food. My grandma food. used to be a dinner lady and she used to make amazing potatoes, but I think they, what they used to do is they used to um, 
finished them off in a deep fat fryer. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's just not amazing potato. Come they on. were amazing. No, no. See, I don't. What are you saying about my about. fucking grandma? Well, <laughs> I mean, you've got to be fucking careful. <laughs> <coming on here. laughs> they were fucking incredible, and she's dead now. So fucking. What are you gonna... <laughs> she can't, we can't so the, the, the recipe, on. the recipe's gone with her. <laughs> But we know the recipe. Uh, it was a deep fried fry. Yeah, that's not the recipe, is it? That's the uh, method. Yeah, what, what's the recipe? Potato. <laughs> well, that's exactly my point about roast dinners. It's like fucking, uh, what you know? It's like you've got the, basically the raw ingredients, and they're put on a plate, and it's up to you to chew it all together to make no, whatever you, you want out of it. It's fucking. You shake potato. You shake it in some polenta. To yes, I can make. I can off. make amazing roast potatoes. Oh, I, I can make actually. an amazing roast dinner. I, you know, in actual fact, the best roast dinner I've ever eaten is one that I made. But I still wouldn't go out and choose it. So it's just not. You're, you're just not. A it's fan. just not my sort of thing. It's, you know, fucking. Hell. Could you imagine what this show would be like if we had roast dinners to eat halfway through? We just wouldn't know one would speak. We'd just be... Well, I'd have to. (laughs) I wouldn't say no one would speak. No, I'd watch it, though, while you're having it. I even have to talk when I've got a fucking mouthful. Anyway, um, <laughs> Juliet, thank you so much for coming in yeah, and bringing in the sourdough, sour bread. It's uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was delicious. Good, thank uh, you. Um, it was absolutely it. delicious. I don't like this smoked salt. You don't like the salt much. one? Do you want the plain one? Um, yeah, that's it. You don't don't have to have the smoked one. I, sometimes it feels sort of like a bit little bit. Um, what's the word? Uh, um, not uh, synthetic. Oh, Do you know right, what I mean? this is completely natural, this one. But no, I bet it does. No, but sometimes smoked salt is a little bit like... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's got... Yeah. Anyway, thank you for coming thank in. Thank you. Enjoy Gosh, the rest of the bread. Thank you very much. Uh, we will enjoy the rest of the bread. We've got bread to go. And um, uh, and what's your song? Uh, it's A Winter's Tale by David Essex. And we'll be joined after the break with our next guest. Nick Helm of Nathaniel Metcalf's fan club, Paul Fuba Radio. Uh, and we're back in the studio. Uh, we've just eaten uh, sour bread. We've had some sour bread. Uh, it's fine. I love it. <laughs> 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 and we're joined in the studio now by brothers Craig and Sean McEnough. Yo, yo. Yeah, I did it. I did it right. I did it right. <laughs> and you've got a book out, right? Yeah, is it is it brand new right yeah, now? Yeah, it just got out. Um, came out in August, the twenty second. It's our first published book um, by Bloomsbury, and yeah, yeah it's uh, basically about Caribbean food from home. And we went to Jamaica to explore the traditional, authentic flavors and yeah. meat family as well. So it's got amazing recipes in there. So you're already 100. cooking like uh, Jamaican food, but then you went back to yeah, yeah, yeah cooking, go yeah. to the source. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nothing like going back to the source, is it? So your book's called Original Flavor. Yeah, man. Caribbean recipes from home. Correct. Craig and Sean McEnough. Yeah. Right. I'm just like, I'm like really proud food? of myself that I've like got your name. Food? Yeah. 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 I like I like jerk chicken. Yeah. And I like uh, well, I used to live in Seven Sisters, and there oh, were right. a load of so we'd have sort of like goat curry and stuff. Yeah. Um, First of all, it's curry goat. Yeah, we say curry goat. Curry goat. It's not goat yeah, curry. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> come on, I'm learning. Yeah, you're learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we used to live in Seven Sisters, and there used to be. Uh, yeah, a caravan place on the way to the station on the way back home. So nice. we used to get it there. Yeah. And also, I lived in South London and we used to eat some there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we filmed, I, I did a, t- I did a, I did a, what did I do? I did a 
TV show. I did a TV show on Dave, <laughs> a <laughs> food <laughs> show on Dave. Okay. Oh, wow. Where, yeah. where we went around, but the pilot of it, we went and uh, we went to a Caribbean restaurant in Manchester. Oh, right. And they were, uh, like, apparently, um, I was blacklisted on Channel 4, really? and they didn't want to make any, they didn't want to make, uh, <laughs> Channel 4 didn't want to make any shows with me for like a year. Wow. Uh, well, I, probably I, should, I probably shouldn't be saying this <laughs> <laughs> but then we did like a non-televised pilot for yeah. Channel 4 yeah. for this food show that ended up going on Dave mm. and th they uh, they saw me do the pilot and I ate some jerk chicken that was so delicious I burst into tears <laughs> <laughs> and they said oh we like it and then the very next day they booked me for 8 out of 10 cats and it was oh, just wow. like oh well okay so mm. I've got I've got Caribbean food to thank for oh, me being back mm, on Channel amazing. 4 amazing was were the tears I should actually because of the food? I should definitely not have told that story. I think the Scotch Bonnet was bringing some tears today. Oh wow! But it was really delicious. It was sort of like what is it? You've got sort of like this Scotch Bonnet vinegar sauce. Yeah, it's Escovitch sauce. But there's so much more food to Jamaican food than just jerk chicken and curry goat. As you see in our book as well, we have got over 100 recipes of like lot of vegan foods, vegetarians, pescatarians. So we kind of cater for all. All people. Yeah, man. Are these recipes you're coming up with yourselves? Some mm. of them are, you know. We're modernising a lot of um, um, Caribbean food and fusion and different um, cuisines together as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've got like a um, curry mutton pie. So it's this fusion in like the curry goat slash mutton with like the shepherd's yeah. pie. What is mutton? Mutton is basically, is like the older, is it the older one? Older yeah. goat. Yeah, yeah. Older goat and, mm -hmm. and goat. Sorry, yeah. older sheep. Older goat, sorry, older sheep. And oh, right, so you have like yeah, yeah, lamb. Yeah. You don't yeah. eat sheep, you yeah, eat yeah, lamb, yeah, and then yeah. mutton yeah. is older. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. And what's the difference between uh, lamb and goat? Lamb, I is, think it's like the this is a smaller one, isn't it? Yeah, I think the go as in taste, yeah, or just in oh, right, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. so okay. lamb's the smaller one. I think goat, I think goat is more tender, yeah, it's more tender to me. I think yeah. it's more tender, it takes longer to cook, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just delicious when it falls off the bone, yeah, uh, okay. I think it's more juicier, yeah, I think it's more juicier and actually juicier. Lamb is as well, mm -hmm. yeah. but goat is. Yeah, it's just a whole different sort of taste. Have you ever tried it? Have you tried it? I don't try and think. I don't know if yeah. I ever had curry goat. Wow. So good. It's yeah. so, I've had, so good. Um, uh, what do you think of the state of Caribbean food in the UK? Like in sort of restaurants and things. Do you yeah. think it's good or do you think it's like you're getting a kind of lesser version of it? Next, next question. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so hard to um, keep the authenticity of right. Caribbean food in restaurants. Um, especially there's a lot of Caribbean inspired restaurants out there now I would say that's, just, that's so, true for a lot of yeah, cuisines as yeah, well even difficult. like Indian if you, even if you went to like you know the most authentic I don't know like Italian like chef like, like yeah. learned from his great great grandmother yeah. and he went to I don't know like Zizi's or something because yeah, like yeah. what's this yeah. so I yes. think it's a bit of that isn't it yeah. so and then there's so much people that go to these restaurants it's all about speed rather than mm -hmm. taste mm -hmm. so what, what we and quantity as well and quantity yeah. exactly yeah. exactly. So and your books you're not cooking like restaurant food you're cooking like home yeah. cooking yeah. more yeah. than it's so like it's um, all about like home cooking and we do a lot of restaurant food actually we do a lot of commercial kit, um, yeah. events as well uh, yeah. But we, tr we try to stay true to, you know, our book and stuff and try and keep it as uh, authentic as we can. Yeah. That's what uh, we've learned. But so. when we do the commercial stuff, yeah. like, we got, like, a monthly supper club um, yeah. for, like, f 50 people um, yeah. in Battersea. So, hang on. And, so, um, so where, where, do you, where do you live? We live in Fountain Heath. Yeah. And that's where you were brought up. Yeah. yeah, man. Uh, near Croydon. I know yeah, Croydon yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so you were taught to cook by your nanny yeah, yeah. in Thornton Heath. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, so um, how old are you? I'm 32. I'm just uh, 30. 
right yeah. so you're a lot younger than me <laughs> 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 and, um, uh, and when you were, so we, we you were brought up on Caribbean food yeah Caribbean food, English food as well, even yeah. like spag Spagbowl. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just of British food. Of course. Even though yeah, is not British. No, but, no, no, I know. But like the classics that you brought yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, I was brought up on British food, you know, like uh, curry, yeah. <laughs> spaghetti bolognese, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. chicken chow mein, English you know, stuff. all of the English yeah. stuff that we are all <laughs> Yeah, sure, of course you weren't like yeah. exclusively eating yeah. Caribbean food, but like, but that, that's kind of, it's a little bit like, I mean, you know, I guess when my grandma, who we used to call nanny, but I always yes, we say nanny. Actually. I always find that we say nanny. Like, nobody says nanny, and no, so no, I feel we, a little bit like. Oh, uh, one would be me. So my nanny. See, I'm picturing like Mary Poppins now. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's like, why uh, I never say yeah. it. That's why I never say it's it. Like, oh, he's nanny. Yeah. Wow. But we'd go back, and, and she was like from up north, and we'd go back, and we'd have like roast roast dinners and stuff. Mm. Right, fine, and uh, and that was the sort of stuff that they. Mm. They grew up watching, but uh, eating. But like, so your nanny brought you up on uh, Caribbean food, yeah, and um, and do you? So do you love food? Was that always your number one aspiration, the thing that you wanted to do, or have you sort of like had a bit of a journey to get there? I think definitely had a journey. I mean, I've always lo- we always love food. Obviously, who doesn't love food? But um, my dad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? <laughs> he treats his face like a furnace. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I mean, we were always grew up, brought up around food, so like our mum was always in the kitchen, our grandmother was there, and we yeah. were quite close to them. So like being around that, seeing all the different recipes, we were quite intrigued to see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. So as we got older, we just kind of just learnt from them, just watching them in the kitchen. Just first, it was just setting up the tables. Yeah, wasn't setting it? up. We kind of forced them in the kitchen to kind of like serve yeah. or like just do the do the little niggly bits that they didn't want to do, <laughs> <laughs> like tidy up and stuff. But. Yeah, then we kind of just, (laughs) (laughs) but then, but with that, we got to eat the food first. Yeah, 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 we got to eat the food first. Right, we were kind of like it was like a win-win to us anyway. But um, yeah, so that's how we were first introduced to food, and then we just learnt to just grow to love it in our own time when we went to uni and stuff like like cook ourselves. Where did you go to uni? Hertfordshire. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. What, the one in Hatfield? Yeah, that's right. I went oh, to that yeah. one. I went to that one. Did you go? Oh, no, I grew up in St. Albans. Oh, and it? I used to... Oh, St. Albans. I used to go out there a few nights. You know the gallery? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gallery, yeah. You know the gallery? Yeah, I used to cool. work in a business link opposite the gallery. Oh, did you? Yeah, fucking hell. It was terrible. It was 2008, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, God. I started, wow. I started writing. That's actually like, when I started. Yeah, 2008. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so I would have been getting yeah, a bus pass yeah, during I'm, I'm 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 I saw you before. I used to go around the gallery in my lunch break and just pretend that I wasn't uh, that I wasn't working there. Oh, was right. <laughs> but, um, oh, well. Oh, and, yeah. and then I worked in Croydon. Well, oh, yeah. what else, where good. else have you been? Uh, <laughs> I, went, I went to Bucks Uni in High Wycombe. No one ever knows where it is. Um, I've heard of High Wycombe. Yeah, is it? Okay. Yeah. But I, Not the uni. I've, I've got a ex-girlfriend oh is it saying okay she might be listening <laughs> oh, yeah but she's she's lovely oh, oh. Okay. no, no. Okay, so that's, that's good then. that's good that's good <laughs> that's good <laughs> anyway you talk about you talk about like restaurant food and you're a bit down it so do, would you not have aspirations to oh, have like restaurants oh right okay of course yeah. but what yeah, yeah. did you do at uni so. oh, I might have been media you did media I don't yeah. do graphic design advertising did you do? Did you design the book? Yeah, the first one. The f- yeah. We done a self-published book before, so we grew our like our platform online on Facebook, and we got like a million views in a week in our first. And video. you did lots of YouTube stuff. Yeah, right? fa- more Facebook. Started on Facebook. Stuff. More Facebook. Yeah. So what year like did you start doing? Two thousand and sixteen March. It was like Easter time. 
So yeah. our first video was called Bun and Cheese. It's similar to Cock Cross Bun, but it's more sweeter. Yeah, that's like and Caribbean. It's more of a spice. Yeah, it's okay. so nice. And man. it was just a, a niche that everyone loves Caribbean food, but not everyone knew how to make it. So we made videos. Like one minute videos showing yeah. you step by step. And did you use your media stuff for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Craig done a great graphics on it. And it was, yeah, so it was this is the thing. Easy, quick. I bumped in, I'm not, we're going to talk about you, but I bumped into, <laughs> I bumped yeah. into someone I went to university with, and we were like basically saying that how uh, we did we did media, but it was sort of like a drama slash media degree. And uh, we, but we were like learning how to do stuff on VHS, mm. even when VHS was sort of like out. I did exactly the same it was thing. Yeah. It was such a waste of time. They were like <laughs> teaching you how to like, and it's like the DVDs. You know, the future is yeah. digital, and we were still learning how to do stuff on these huge <laughs> tapes and stuff. Uh, and we were like saying that we didn't really get anything out of it. And then when we were talking, we realised you know that she works within the media, uh, but like not a direct route. Yeah. And then I think there's a lot of people that. Uh, to finish university and then they never think about their degree ever again yeah. but I think that there are ways of using your degree that aren't necessarily a route one way of doing it yeah. like you've gone into food and yeah. you wouldn't think there's a direct route from no. doing a media yeah. degree to that yeah. but you've used your degree yeah. Yeah. in especially order to get out exactly especially with social media these days you know you can mm -hmm. kind of create your own platform yeah. and just use your skills to create what you want to do so yeah. when you did did you have any expectations at all of no, it taking not, off not at all because we just initially wanted to show our friends how to make Caribbean food right so it was yeah. just for yeah. friends to yeah, see yeah. wow there was no like money making thing no, like that. no agenda to it no at, agenda. at all so yeah it's it started in 2016 mm -hmm. um, first video we got a million views and then we just start to be consistent every week. Your first video got a million views. Yeah, yeah. the bun and cheese. Is it, um, is it a million views in a week? I man. kind of know that. I got a tweet once that got uh, <laughs> 75 likes. Oh, so wow. I kind of so know. So you can imagine how that feels. Yeah, I can, yeah. If you can imagine how that feels, guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And bun and cheese, you're saying yeah. it's like hot crust bun. Is it a thing you traditionally eat at Easter as well? Absolutely. And in Jamaica, it's like a tradition to eat an Easter. So it's like a big, thick block of cheese with like a bun. What sort of cheese? What kind of cheese? Um, it's processed cheese, isn't it? Yeah, it's like normally like in Jamaica's you yeah, have like a tinned normally. cheese. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. Over cheese. here we just use like yeah, normal cheddar, cheddar cheese, yeah. any cheese. And you just have a big block of cheese? Yeah, <laughs> and with a bun in between it. No, you put the cheese in between the yeah, bun. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. The bun, okay. The <laughs> so it's like a toasted cheese sandwich? That's it, you can, you can melt it as well. Basically. Yeah. Basically. But what's the it's tinned nice. cheese like? Say again? What's tinned the cheese rich. like? Yeah, it's just like processed cheese, isn't it? You know yeah. the little cheese in the plastic sheets that no, used to no, get not, when you were kids? I don't mean like it's Dairy not, Lee? It's not like that. It's not as worse as that. It's not as <laughs> <not laughs> worse as that. But it's like a stereotype of cheese. It's yeah. like, yeah. oh, if you processed. imagine what cheese tastes like, it's that. Yeah. yeah. Like cheese in a, um, uh, like a Big Mac cheese? Yeah, I was just about to say that. You know mm. Dirty Burger cheese? Yeah, yeah. A okay. little bit what like that. Yeah, I would say that. Well, like the thicker. It's thick, yeah, obviously, orange, but yeah. if you... Yeah, it's a bright orange. I love it. Yeah. Oh, God. So it's there's that in, yeah, in a roll, yeah. but a big it's chunk thick, of it. Thick, yeah, it's really thick. Yeah. <laughs> really nice. Yeah. Oh, man, alive. It's basically yeah. like a loaf. It's a loaf, and yeah. you kind of... So how big are we bread. talking? What size are we talking? Can you get a picture of can, you, can, um, <laughs> you, can, you can basically <laughs> just... Have you got a picture of it? Yeah, we've got the recipe. Wow. Because we um, live by uh, like a bakery now. called Cornfields, and then there should be queues like every year. And we probably just think, why? Well, I can just show people how to make it because our grandma knew how to make it. Yeah. So we kind of just got tips of her, and then we just done a video. Yeah. And everyone started just making it now instead of queuing up and wasting money. Yeah, sure. And just <laughs> making it <themselves. laughs>
I'm still trying to look for it. <laughs> so if you're looking, so I like in a way, if you're looking for Caribbean food, good Caribbean food in the UK, the best way to get it is to make it yourself. Hundred percent, I would say so. Yeah. Right. Hundred yeah, percent. So there's not like places you'd go, go there. They do that's good or that's good or. There are places, yeah, definitely. But um, do, do you feel like I don't even want to say the names of like, but kind of big. Yeah. Bigger kind of yeah. Caribbean chain places that I've been to and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. But would you be like you're kind of getting a kind of? Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's Caribbean inspired, isn't it? They're not trying to be authentic. Right. That's the thing. So, you know, the other restaurants out there, the chains and stuff like that, um, they're not going to get that authenticity that you'll get, at, say, at your grandma's house or your mind. So you're still like, if you want to have good Caribbean food, you've just got to make it yourself. Absolutely. You got to buy your book. Got to buy our book. Um, original <laughs> flavor Caribbean food from home. That is like it's like unmelted uh, nacho cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is what it looks that's like. It, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Man. That's actually. So it's basically like a, um, a spice. It's called Easter spiced bun. If yeah. you go into like Tesco's, they sell it in Tesco's. Yeah, they do. They're right. Yeah. They sell it in Tesco's. The spiced bun and, and it's like a loaf of bread yeah. mm-hmm. and it's in that sort of form anyway. And you just slice it. In so it's almost I think you want. Like this almost looks like a sort of like fruit cake bread, that's right? It's yeah. like a kind yeah, of yeah, um, fruit bun kind of view. Yeah, with cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet that's all right, actually. Really I bet good. that's nice. It is really nice, good. Mate. It is nice. I'm quite intrigued by tin cheese as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually it kind of weirdly appeals. It's one of those things where you've got such good photography in this book, you've got a tin of cheese that yeah, looks that's delicious. The that's the <laughs> thing. We've got amazing... What we wanted, we wanted the real like, Jamaica food. We yeah, wanted yeah. the real Caribbean. We didn't want like sandy beaches and all that yeah. jazz. Mm-hmm. We literally all went fun. straight to like Kingston. We went to everywhere. Jamaica's really big, small, but it's really big. Yeah. Yes, but we yeah. literally went from... Like Mulbay to to Clarendon, like to Maypen to Kingston to all these Saint and so much different Caribbean places. But we went to the real nitty gritty of of Jamaica. And um, did they pay for all that? Who? Yeah, yeah. Published. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so yeah. was it great? Yeah, yeah it was, was great. It was amazing. Awesome, was it like? It was amazing. Is it amazing? I mean, you were working as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it it doing what you love. You know, you got a bit of a holiday out of it. You know what? We didn't literally. No, it's I think okay. didn't. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. But be, the work was like. I think out, out of the month, yeah. probably yeah. two days, we went yeah. by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. But we just wanted the realness. Like we just wanted to be around our people, the people you know. What I mean, that made Jamaican and Caribbean culture so great. And you got to meet those people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 We've got a lot of family there. As that's well. the best yeah. bit, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So went we got our, went to our grandma's house as well, where she stayed, where she lived. That was amazing experience. Seeing her, yeah, yeah, seeing her first son. Our uncle and yeah, seeing those family members I've never met before, which, which was great. And in our back garden, literally, you just pick lot of man- mangoes yeah. in the tree, like cocoa. Um, what they used to make that chocolate, like some breadfruit, planting banana, avocado. Banana. Literally, we picked a massive ad- avocado for the tree. Yeah, it's feel like we're getting amazing. robbed from we're getting robbed from the supermarkets. Out here, like. <laughs> Avocados over here, they're so small. How big was it? Oh man, literally about that big. Yeah. Um, no, so he's uh, making the size of uh, like a medium Easter egg. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're doing radio. You got to do a little yeah. bit of. Um, yeah. Like so, this. but like, so you met loads yeah. of family members that otherwise you wouldn't have met. Um, uh, say again. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, in Jamaica, literally, they don't really come over to England. They're just there, so we wouldn't have met them if we didn't. But that's incredible, there. right? Yeah, I know. So yeah. you know, you did. I just think that it's just a really incredible thing. One of the things is. is like, so I was so poor before I started. So I do stand up. Yeah. I was so poor before I started doing stand up. Yeah. 
and then it was really like a last ditch thing which is like I've got nothing left to lose yeah. I started doing it and I thought I'll give myself five years I started making a bit of money in like yeah. three years yeah. and then off of that I started travelling yeah. and having to go around the country and then I've been around like the world I haven't been everywhere but yeah. I've been to places I've been to places that I'd never have been just through work yeah. and it's kind of like I, and the fact is you know you used your degrees and you haven't gone direct a direct route with them and you're kind of doing something that's creative and it's off your own bat but you're kind of like using the skills that you've learned and then through that you're traveling uh around the around the planet and you're meeting family mm. members yeah. that you wouldn't have not i just think that's incredible is, i is. think that's a really beautiful side effect yeah. Yeah, mm. of what you've managed to yeah. create and that's what we've got in the book as well we it's not just a cook but obviously it's got amazing recipes make recipes that you can just cook every day but it's a story do you know what i mean it's a story mm. about how our great grandparents who like had 10 kids and like from that we're here yeah yeah producing a book in yeah. the uk about, about them. them yeah it's yes. insane yeah, yeah. so yeah, when we amazing. went there we saw like their gravesides and like their yeah. houses and the people cooking by the, the street mm-hmm. street street sides and the jerk the real yeah. jerk yeah. as well how on to the make grill. the real jerk on the on the pimento wood um so much yeah, different yeah. foods as well so it's you must have beautiful. had an idea about what your book was gonna be you know, yeah. you would have pitched a book, and they would have said, "Hey, we exactly. want to make a book with you." And you so know, we had the self-published oh, book. Like this. Yeah. The self-published book yeah. was, was is the same book, or is it completely no, it's different? different. It's, it's different. got it's got t- about twenty-five recipes, which are the same. Right, but the seventy-five new ones. So you did there. a self-published book, and then yeah. um, is really it Bloomsbury? Well. Bloomsbury, you say, yeah. "Well, do you want to do an expanded book where we'll yeah. send it to Jamaica?" Yeah. And you said, "Yeah, all right." But then, in doing that book, you would have had an idea of what it was going to be, and then it would have adapted as you went out. But and it changed. As well, yeah, of course. As well. It got more into the emotional side and the history of like black history and like Jamaica mm-hmm. and how we've intertwined as British um, born boys mm-hmm. and with that Jamaican heritage and Caribbean heritage. It's such a big thing and it's so intertwined into British culture anyway. And which is kind of like a celebration book as well. Yeah. So, um, and history, there's so much, man, there's so mm-hmm. much. But with the self published book. Mm-hmm. Bro, what, we yeah. had a, it's a about what journey. you know yeah. and what's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. and then had, had you been to Jamaica a lot before? Yeah, I've, no, that's my second time being oh, to Jamaica. Yeah, this is actually my first time. Really? Yeah. yeah, this is my first time. So, but it felt like I, I've always been there for years because mm. mm-hmm. I had a connection with the food and the culture. It's like it's like I never never left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people are just amazing there. Like everyone just knows about food there. Yeah. You could have a big conversation. Yeah, like, you meet people in the, in the street. Can we show them our old book? Before when we first went out there, so yeah. it, was, it was just really amazing. Like they knew about everything. Even the kids went to school out there as well. Yeah, it was, awesome. was amazing. And your self-published book, how how far into it were you doing it before you did the self-published book? Was that an it idea straight away? It was out. Like it yeah. was out. It went to number one the Caribbean cookbooks on Amazon. Man, like, it was out for about a year, isn't it? It was about for about yeah. a year. Um, we did a um, Kickstarter campaign. And uh, I followed, yeah. So that was all from yeah. the Facebook stuff as well. Yeah, all yeah. that yeah. kind of. Yeah, so our followers helped us raise like fourteen thousand pounds. That's to great. produce a book, mm-hmm. the first one, which was amazing. Got like a big, massive follow on the line. I think so. of this stuff all the time. I always think of these people that sort of start doing yeah. stuff online. And now it almost seems that there's a sort of cynical way of looking at it to be, not necessarily <laughs> like in a bad way, just people yeah. going, oh, well, if I do this, I can build this thing and have it. Yeah, but it's yeah. sort of amazing yeah, that a lot of it's just it. accidental. Yeah. It's accidental, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you've obviously had like, yeah, yeah. you obviously yeah, had a yeah. vision, right? Yeah, Even if you didn't have, you didn't expect anything, yeah. but yeah. you certainly had a vision of why you'd want it, want to go with it, right? Totally. Totally had but it's it. also a little bit about like um, having an idea 
and people responding to it and then going, oh, cool, people like this. Let's yeah. see how far we can push it. Yeah. yeah. And then that's where the self-publishing comes yeah, from. Exactly. And then off of that, it's just like, hang on a minute, there's yeah. even more people yeah. interested. Mm. So then let's really see how far we can push yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication and consistency as well. Yeah. And it just goes to show you, you know, if, if you're passionate about something, just go for it. Yeah, yeah. Go if you love doing it, something, just do and it. And I say that about work. Bloomsbury, but Bloomsbury must only have got involved because they're, they're also going, we can make money yeah, on yeah, this. Of course. So it's not like it's not like it's not like anyone's doing you a favour. Of course. Like you're still as well to give us more exposure mainstream wise yes yeah, yeah, yeah we've yeah. got a lot of exposure mainstream it's a huge wise, so publisher right, right? Yeah. Bloomsbury yeah, yeah, yeah they're really good they're really like good. we got into the papers like we got on ITV Times, news the other day Times, 6 o'clock news as well so. Waitrose like we, before we were getting we were like Westfield at BBC before like naturally it was more organic they reached yeah. out to us which is cool but like emails start to go yeah. in and it's like oh, okay it's a bit long and now guys <laughs> but now it's just you're yeah. on Fubar Radio I know man yeah. Yeah. Exactly. we made this it this is it man. we made it we made it we made it trust me we made it trust big up you guys man Thanks this is part us, of the five year plan right yeah, yeah, Fubar Radio is at top you're being nice yeah so what is your what's your favourite what's your favourite Sean Craig. No, Craig. Craig. Sean. Sean. Yeah. So, Don't worry. What's your favourite uh, dish in the book? In the book, I'd say lobster. There's a sweet chilli lobster. You think like it's hard to make, but it's not. It's so, so easy to make in about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. I'm a massive seafood fan. Yeah. And all like uh, curry prawns. Sweet chilli, is that a big thing in Jamaican food then? Not really. Not really. I was no. going to say, because no. I, I don't know what I think, it's where not. I think, yeah. No. We just like it. I think yeah, we just like sweet exactly. chilli. Yeah. Is this it. just food but you like lo- in here? Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how happy you are. happy, That was in Jamaica. That was at my aunt's house in Kingston. Yeah. What's your favourite thing in the book? Oh, so many, man. Depends. Is it breakfast, lunch or dinner? Breakfast. Aki and saltfish with fried dumplings, mate. Oh, really? So good, yeah, man. I can sort of find fried dump. It's the Jamaican national dish. Should be at the front. So good, man. I'm trying to find this lobster. Oh, yeah, right. It should be like by the seafood bit. Right. Cheat and go index. <laughs> yeah, it looks still. incredible, though. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Seafood is massive in, in Jamaica. It is, it is. Massive, massive. They go out. We saw some guys going out at like yeah. 4 a.m. in the morning yeah. catching fish. And it's cook it fresh. Did right. you get up with them and did you do any fishing? No, no unfortunately we not. We, we missed them every yeah. time. Like we couldn't wake up. Too early. <laughs> <laughs> too early. Too early. We missed them every time yeah. by five hours. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was incredible. I'm, I'm beginning to think it was a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we didn't get up. We were up at seven o'clock though every morning. Mm. That's the thing. You do you do like travelling around and you do filming and you yeah. whatever and people go oh I bet that's nice. Do oh there you yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's garlic butter lobster with sweet chili. Oh my god, that looks incredible. Oh, yeah, so good, people <laughs> say oh I bet you had a nice time and doing all, all you. <laughs> <laughs> do all that eating it's a fucking nightmare yeah. like, but, like, when we did the thing it was like I always say this but like when we did this everyone goes oh you, that's nice getting paid to eat and it's yeah. just like I'm literally getting paid to eat yeah. so you're eating at, you're eating at like uh, 9.30 in the morning 11.30 in the morning literally, 2.30 in the afternoon 5.30 in the afternoon and you're never not full and you're just uncomfortable the whole time it's just like you're eating about what you would do in a week in a day and it's just like it's absolutely yeah horrible. all the recipe testing mm. mate pepper prawns <laughs> pepper prawns but yeah. th- don't you find like um, I, was, I was like I always think that when I end up cooking like Christmas dinner or something like that well whenever I cook um, 
you spend all this time in the kitchen and you're yeah. tasting bits here and there yeah, yeah. and then by the time you sit down you're not yeah, hungry yeah, all you don't the time, yeah, all the time. and everyone looks <laughs> yeah, at you yeah, like what's wrong with the food my mum used to do that every Christmas she yeah. would make literally for about 12, 13 people by herself yeah. and then it'll get to dinner time so now and she just out, sits yeah. by the TV and just watch TV or just yeah, chills because <laughs> you've been picking, <laughs> you've been picking out food all day isn't it? probably yeah yeah it's <laughs> just a small isn't it you've got a recipe yeah. for um, jerk is it jerk chicken yeah. turkey jerk turkey yeah so it's turkey jerk turkey yeah, yeah um, and uh, is that what you're having for Christmas dinner or um, we will be having that yeah, yeah. we're also doing we're a supper that. club we're having a supper club of like jerk turkey mm. and um, red label lamb red label lamb you guys ever tried a little red label wine before? Nah. No, what is this? It's like it's, a tonic wine. Yeah, so it's a Jamaican tonic wine. Sweet. What's it yeah, like? Sweet. What's, what's it's the like, uh, um, oh, red label. Sorry, red yeah. label, red, red label. What is in tonic? It's kind of tonic wine. wine. What's that? Obviously, red wine, but mm-hmm. it's a bit more sweeter. sweeter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sweeter. It's not so. It's not nice. bitter. Yeah. And is it to have with savoury food or with like no, kind of sweet food? You normally have it as a drink. Yeah, you normally have a drink or a mixer. Yeah. Um, it's good with food. Yeah. And when you say yeah. with a mixer, it's actually it's really strong. <laughs> it's not really strong. It's about 13%. Okay, so yeah. it's like wine, right? It's just yeah. like normal. Yeah, it's, it's like, like wine, wine percent. but it's sweeter, yeah. It's okay. like how you put red wine in, like, I don't know, like bolognese or something. Yeah. Okay, it's all right, yeah, yeah. So is there cooking wine as well then? No. No, no. just we drinks. Just, okay, yeah, we just mixed it. Okay. I made a red label wine, so basically you used the red label wine to make a nice gravy. Like a sweet, fit, yeah. spicy gravy nice on the red, on the lamb. Yeah. So we'll be serving that at our supper club. Mac and um, cheese as Christmas. well, man. Mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese. Talk us through your supper club. So we started our supper club. Our first one was in October. What is a supper club? It's a uh, intimate it's, settings yeah. where people can come and dine with us. And who's like? So uh, our followers. So we will sell tickets. And so you get like a small group of strangers that all yeah. turn up and they eat in Basically. sort of like a kitchen. Yeah, yeah an open plan kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool yeah. most of our followers um, and you're doing yeah. that on Christmas Day? With, uh, no, no 21st of December 21st. 21st but the good thing about it it's been so successful like people come mm-hmm. with maybe just their friend or maybe three people or even just by themselves yeah. and they what we've got, had amazing reviews about people just meeting new people yeah. and just having a great time exchanging numbers just chatting there's free unlimited rum punch as well and you're and in so the that kind of fuels yeah. it so you, you're cooking in front of them in an yeah. open so we'll bank and you're chatting well. to them as well yeah. and so you're yeah. talking them through yeah, yeah. we do a masterclass before before the free course meal yeah showing you how to make the dish that you're eating yeah, yeah. and then you give you guys what the free and do they get meal. involved and do it as well yeah we get them get them up and yeah. get them involved you know, get them seasoning them cooking so yeah. it's like a show as well you're yeah. doing yeah. like a show of yeah. cooking for them because a lot of people love watching our videos but they want to taste our food so it only makes sense that we've done the supper class, they can meet us and taste our food as well. How do you feel if people are talking to you while you're cooking? Are you quite good about it? You're yeah, like, leave me alone. Yeah. Right. Leave used me alone. eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so used to like, cooking in our nan's like small kitchen. Mm. We've literally cooked for about 250 people in, like, in that yeah, small kitchen. kitchen. So yeah. when yeah, you're going to that. people cooking in front of them, it's, it's a minor. We won't say where though. <laughs> <laughs> But it's good, man. Yeah. And there's still tickets left for that, or is that sold out? Literally just sold, just um, came out about half an hour ago. Oh wow! So how can people get tickets for that if they want to go to Eventbrite? Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Mm. Okay. Just type in original flavor supper club. Yep. There can't be many seats for that. Right? There's like 50, 40, 42. 42. So you need yeah. to get in quick. And quick, very quick. And is it all? <laughs> is it uh, so? Is it all one meal, or is it you do like an early an early Three course, three course meal. Yeah, but do you do like an early sitting and then a late sitting? No. Or is it forty-two people all in one go? All in one go. Right. Yeah. yeah. All in one go. 
So is that a whole same night time? then? I whole think night. I'm going to yeah. start running a supper club. Seven yeah. to ten. <laughs> Seven to ten then. Yeah, man. It should come along to us, man. The vibe is so good. And it's like unlimited like rum punch. Incredible. Unlimited rum punch. It's just like Unlimited rum punch. Unlimited, bro. Hello. All night. All night. All night. Really sets the tone as well in the vibe as well. Everyone's in a jerry mode. Punchy. Very merry as well. Rum cake as well to end the night Yeah, right. Oh, wow. So how many hours are you? Does it start? Seven o'clock. Till Starts 10. at seven yeah. till ten. Yeah. Okay. So that's enough time for get some drinks down. <laughs> and, 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 and so you've done your prep. Oh uh, yeah. So no, but I mean, so so <laughs> they, they <laughs> ring on the door at seven. Yeah. And you've already prepped everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything's chopped we're, we're, up. We're there from after from from eleven twelve. Yeah. Prepping. Yeah. Obviously, see the f- season the meat overnight, you know. Yeah. So when it, whenever it was my birthday, I had a really nice flat with like an open plan sort of like downstairsy oh, yeah. bit with like a kitchen and stuff. And I'd always invite people, uh, like like 20, 20, 30 people over, mm. and I would cook for oh, them. Cool. And then what would happen was yeah. um, <laughs> every time Nat would always be the first person to get there, and I'd say yeah. everyone get there about twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nat would be the first person to get there, and I'd go Nat. <laughs> Uh, if anyone rings on the doorbell, let them in. And then I'd go to Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, two hours later, I'd get back and people were like, do you need any help unpacking? And I'd be there with, like, bags and bags of shopping. And we'd all eat about 10 o'clock at night. Oh, and everyone would be standing around with me. But, like, it's <laughs> always drinks, delicious. It was so great like, when it turned yeah. up. Oh, You're yeah, ready for it when it turned up. Everyone's hammered and they're all talking about it. But, like, yeah, I'm so, like, bad at that sort of stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah. Just imagine me running a supper club. <laughs> like, yeah, it starts at seven, finishes at ten. Yeah. Uh, people are arriving at seven. And I'm like, oh fuck! Oh my God. The first person sandwich. arrives has to stay. You've got to stay here. <laughs> I'm going. I'm sure going to the shop. If the doorbell goes, it'll be a guest, right? Let him in. Yeah. Give him a drink. <laughs> what, what did you cook? What did I cook? Yeah, I, like you did, like loads of stuff. I used to, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd make sure there was like three salads and then a couple of meat. So I'd do kind of. Uh, uh, I'd do like. I think one time I did like three uh, roast chickens. There were beer cooked oh, nice. chickens nice. that had like lots of uh, paprika and cayenne all over them, mm. and I'd pour lager and chicken stock all over them, nice. and I'd roast them, and then there'd be like um, paella, and then there would uh, also be. Oh, one year I did. It was um, shredded uh, ginger beer mm. cooked gammon. So you kind of like you slow roast the gammon, yeah, and sort of like onions and garlic and uh, again like cayenne pepper and paprika, and then you pour like ginger beer all over it, and then you'd roast it down, and then eventually you'd sort of like uh, shred it, and it would be really sort of like juicy because there'd be too much. Oh, it's incredible! We've got a chef in the house. We've got a chef in the house. Nicest things I've ever seen. Oh, mate, I would love to be your sous chef. Um, uh, One yeah, year you did corn on the cobs. It was in like a bacon sauce kind of thing. Oh, what wow. was that? That was nice. Yeah, I did very some, creative. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't remember. I don't think it was a it was, bacon sauce. I, I it tasted bacon. bacon right? sauce? Uh, like, and it wasn't that sauce. It was like a sort of not a sauce, but like um, you get you get leaf? you get a corn on the cob and you cut it into four. Yeah, yeah. and then you like lay them all out on a dish, mm. and then you top it up with uh, chicken stock. And, and beer, oh, okay. right, yeah. and then uh, and then you put just like fuckloads of uh, cayenne pepper, <laughs> uh, turmeric, paprika, and you put all of that all over it. And then I think I had some like um, 
old bay spice and you just put loads of you know seasoning on it and then uh, you just roast it for fucking ages and then it all juices <laughs> down you know what I like, like you've got your seasonings on point yeah like, just I know you like to season the thing it's just like you, just, <laughs> you, yeah, know, you don't want anything boring so yeah, you just yeah. kind of yeah everything's I like that, I like that. but yeah and then you just put enough stuff out and people go oh look at all of the stuff <laughs> and then you go, yeah, and then th- you have to eat it now. Yeah, but that's why you leave them waiting ten hours because oh, then right. they really yeah, do yeah. eat it. Yeah, but by that Enjoy point, it. everyone's just like, uh, "You're going to eat anything, Nick?" And I'm just like, "No, right. I'm, I'm fine." Yeah. Yeah. and they're like, "What have you done to the food? <laughs> why aren't you eating it?" Um, so, talk us about this uh, jerk turkey. Yeah, basically, it's a marination. The jerk is a marination of different spices. That's mm-hmm. what jerk is. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, a spicy flavour. It's a process of how you make it. So it's a combination of pimento, spring onions, thyme, browning, sugar, all blended in a blender and marinated into the meat. And um, just slow cooked in the oven for about three hours. Yeah. And you usually butter it up as well. Yeah, yeah. oil. Just extra juice. Yeah, so it's not dry. Um, what about um, so you basically you're doing the same process as chicken. a chicken but yeah. with a turkey yeah. yeah absolutely and then what about the sides so what sides for for a Christmas that, dinner for a Christmas dinner to make it uh, like a Jamaican Christmas oh, dinner yeah. oh, so what's your spin on kind of like a roast dinner <laughs> or like a roast like Christmas the, dinner to be honest we have like the Brussels as well we, we have like the parsnips parsnip. as well all of that sort of stuff. But you still have rice to them, or you're just leaving them as they are? It's just leaving it as they are, really. Mm-hmm. We put, sometimes put a bit of bacon in the uh, Brussels. Mm-hmm. Um, seasoning seasoning well. on it as well. We season them. What so. you should do is you should cook them in. Uh, Chicken stock and beer, yeah. and put paprika and pepper on it. Just cook everything in beer and uh, chicken stock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just put paprika yeah. and cayenne pepper on everything. <laughs> we'll uh, also cook a gam- ham, Christmas ham as well, with like pineapple and ch- pineapple mm-hmm. with some cherries mm-hmm. on the ham. Classic, yeah, but delicious. Yeah, the glaze on it as well. So, and also have sorrel. I don't know if you guys tried sorrel. You ever tried sorrel punch? No, sorrel. It's a bit like hibiscus. Yeah. It's like, you know, hibiscus. Um, hibiscus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like a, f- a flower, I think, yeah. isn't it? It's like it a really fragrant. Okay. F- yeah. You soak it you soak overnight it. and then you drain all the juice out, adds a bit of rum, a bit of fruits, and it's like a big punch that we share around the family at Christmas. Yeah, it's really good. It's really nice. Really nice. And when you were talking about the lobster and you said you have sweet chilli and you're saying that's not really like in yeah, Jamaican yeah, yeah. cooking. So you're not like strict about kind of, you'll bring anything in. So what we do, we do the authentic, but then we have the other side where it's like, you know what I mean? You can't do authentic forever. Yeah. So we just kind of like switch up the the styles a bit and just make it a bit more um, freestyle. Like twist, also it's twist making it more accessible for people as well, just trying to, um, you know, like just make our audience a bit bigger as well and just just dipping into different cuisines and just trying new foods. What's what's uh, what's the f- what's the future for you? Like, can I like? Do, are you just playing it by ear and everything? What, what's next? Or what's, <laughs> do you have like big plans? Or have you got plans for twenty twenty? Or what's your? Um, we need to have that. You know that end of two thousand and nineteen mm-hmm. meeting when you're like twenty twenty. You know what well, I mean? We need to have that <laughs> first. But in terms of the vision, it's just to create more recipes, um, just bring more people together with food. Um, more books yeah whether that's through books mm-hmm. through more supper clubs restaurant more publications mm-hmm. we just want to bring more people together um, more ideas making it more fresh bringing Caribbean food to more fresher um, but still helping still having that authentic side as well mm. to it so yeah 
Yeah. Maybe something, maybe TV projects yeah, or something. TV. On the horizon, yeah. Definitely have to do TV. That'd yeah. be great. Why have, why have you, Natalie, why have you put a picture of Buckfast at the top? <laughs> a tonic wine. Oh, oh Buckfast, Buckfast is a tonic Buckfast. wine, is it? I don't even know what Buckfast is. Oh, Buckfast. Tonic I think of it as like it's sort of Scottish, right? I think, I think Buckfast is Scottish. It is Scottish because I was in Glasgow when we were drinking loads of that. Yeah, it's really, it's like basically Ty- alcoholic Ribena. Okay. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like drinking yeah. rhubarb and knee. What's the volume on it? Oh well, like. what is the volume on? Can you pull the Natalie? Button? Can you tell us how alcoholic? But fifteen percent. Natalie, oh, type oh. in um, Magnum tonic wine. Yeah. Magnum tonic magnum, wine. Yeah, Magnum. A, a, a caffeinated fortified wine made from monks at Buckfast Abbey in Devon. We did. Um, we, Oh, well, I can't say actually. Okay. At some point, no, it's, I've, I've basically <laughs> given it away. <laughs> some, someone that we filmed with, yeah. uh, basically, before we filmed with them, had stayed up all night yeah. uh, and done so much cocaine, yeah. uh, and they had the most. <laughs> The cleanest kitchen we've ever seen. <laughs> they spent all night just cleaning oh, the kitchen. Oh, oh my god! And it was just like fucking what hell. Um, well, I'm not saying who it was, it yeah, uh, but um, if you watch all of the interviews, I think it's pretty, <laughs> pretty <laughs> obvious which one, which one it was absolutely mental. Oh, man. Um, Magnum. How oh, is that what it looks like? Yeah. Can you see like the packaging on it? Yeah, they look tiny. How big are the bottles? Are they, they quite small? Really small. 16.5%. There's like, a, there's like a, another, I think that's the packaging, but it's got like a man and a yeah. woman on it. It's probably meant to give you a lot of stamina in the bedroom. Yeah, man. Oh, so yeah, they're yeah. like, the months. they're like sort of, what's that, like six inches tall? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you're like, yeah. are you getting like one each? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, or maybe more than this. one each. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it 250 mil? I don't yeah. know. Oh, so it's just a, a little bit bigger than a mug then? Yeah. Mug size? Yeah. Really oh small, wow! Okay, but very strong. It's very strong. It tastes like medicine. Some will say, <laughs> but it's good for the stamina. Yeah, <laughs> but you're also using it to cook with. Yes, you can do. And yeah. just drink. But, but uh, didn't you say that you're using you're like cooking label. lamb with it? Yeah, red, yeah. That, that, not this one. Not, not that one. one. That's red but, label. Yeah. yeah, it's quite similar in taste. All oh, right, so this is Magnum. Mm-hmm. So you say right if you drink sixteen point five percent Magnum. Yeah. Um, you can go for ages. Yeah. yeah. All right, brilliant. It is also because you're too drunk to be able to put it in there. There's actually a similar drink in um, Jamaica. What was it called again? Stallion. That's it. Stallion. That's Stallion. It. Yeah. Stallion. Yeah. Stallion. Stallion. They sound like, Talk about Jamaica. They, they sound like condoms. Right, brilliant, good. Thanks, mate. Um, so, um, uh, we can talk about food all day. Yeah, uh, what's, what's your favourite film? Favourite film is Law Abiding Citizen. Right, what's your favourite? Scarface. Right. Law Abiding Citizen? Yeah, I like that. Starring. Uh, That's a great film. Uh, Gerard Butler? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I like that. I've never met anyone whose favourite film stars Sherrod <laughs> Butler. <laughs> Do you know what? It just hit my head. Do you know what? Do you like Sherrod Butler? 
I, I'm not saying I don't like Gerald Butler. <laughs> I'm just like saying he's nobody's favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah. But he's a good film, though. No, he's, he's, one, sure. of my, he's one of my favourite actors. Uh, all right, know? okay. No, I've never seen it. I can't judge it. Gerald <laughs> Butler's. I'm not judging it, mate. You're allowed oh. to say Gerald <laughs> Butler. You're allowed to say Gerald <laughs> Butler. You're allowed to say him. All right, we've all got a soft spot for Gerald Butler. Laura Biden Citizen. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll give it a go. <laughs> what <about yours>? yeah. <laughs> okay. What's your favourite film? Scarface. Scarface. Obviously, everyone's favourite, isn't it? It's a good one. Well, I prefer Carlito's way to. Really? I prefer Carlito's way to Scarlet mm, But uh, again, again. Not, I'm, not, I'm not complaining. I think I'm you're just going against the. Maybe. I'm being yeah. contrary. This is yeah. the same guy, that, the same director. Same director. Brian, Brian same actor, isn't it? Same actor. Same yeah, actor. very much so. Yeah, same. It's the dream team. Yeah. Pacino <laughs> and uh, De Palma. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Okay, Close. good. Fine. My, my favourite film. Uh, well, I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one to answer, isn't it? <laughs> you're <laughs> saying something stupid like Laura Biden <laughs> Citizen. <laughs> you know what? You need to watch it. You need to watch I'll it. I've never no, seen please, it. Okay. What are you thinking about? Laura Biden Citizen. My favourite film. Five, six years ago. Not longer, maybe. Okay. My favourite film is either uh, Geostorm or um, <laughs> what's the other? <laughs> or uh, How to Train Your Dragon Three. Gerald uh, <laughs> <laughs> Butler is great in both of them. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Geostorm? I don't think I have. Don't. Don't, yeah? <laughs> no, but seriously, write it down. I will. Gonna have to. I will. I don't <laughs> yeah. worry. Uh, Laura Biden Citizen. Jamie Foxx is awesome, isn't it? Okay, right. Okay, Laura Biden Citizen. Right, brilliant. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's time for the game. Um, and the game, this game is called Better or Worse, and you have to say whether the next person I name is better or worse than the person before, based entirely on my own opinion. <laughs> okay. Okay, so starting with Cameron Diaz. Is James Cameron better or worse than Cameron Diaz? As a person. <laughs> yeah, as a person. Or, or, or to, all told. Worse. Better. I'm going to say better. James Earl Jones, better or worse than James Cameron? Better. Better. Better, yeah. Yeah, better, yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones, better or worse than James Earl Jones? Worse. 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 I'd say worse. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, better or worse than Catherine Zeta-Jones? Better. Better. Worse. Better. Oh, better. Okay, okay. Lawrence Olivier, better or worse than Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> worse. 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 Lawrence Olivier is worse? Are you going to say better? He's better. Oh, well, as, a, as a film actor? Yeah. Mm. Jason think... Statham, better or worse than Lawrence Olivier? Better. I've got to say worse. Oh. I like him. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> I, I've enjoyed more Jason, Jason Statham Me films. too, actually. Me too. Yeah. Jason Momoa, and better or Lawrence worse. Lawrence Olivier was horrific on the set of Rebecca. <laughs> I think we'll all remember that. Um, carry on. Jason Momoa, better or worse than Jason Statham? Worse. Uh, worse. I think worse. Worse. Yeah. Jason Schwartzman, better or worse than Jason Momoa? Worse. worse. Better. Yeah, better. Jason Schwartzman, yeah. better than Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> David Jason, better or worse than Jason Schwartzman? Better. Worse. I think maybe worse. Yeah. Worse. Uh, David Lynch, better or worse than David Jason? Better. 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 Yeah. Five. Five. All Five. right, guys. Not gonna. I mean, oh, gonna level with you. You've done the worst this season. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've done worse. Oh, you've done worse than oh, Tom Crowley meets James Marshall Julius with nine. Paul Gannon, oh, Dick, no. Nick, <laughs> Dick, <laughs> Nick, Nick, <laughs> uh, and no. Naomi McDonald with eight. Kevin Allison, Joe Costa, Alistair Green, Noy Griffith, Max Harry, Harriet Kemsey, Morgan McGlynn, Judith Sear, <laughs> uh, the Last Skeptic, David Trent, Toby Williams with seven, and Bronte Barbie 
Will Jackson and Ginger Johnson with six. Well, I've got to say, though, you've done much better than uh, last season's worst. Uh, Sam Ashurst with minus a thousand. I think he got, he got about uh, he got about minus three, I think. Because um, he ended up killing a few people on the way out of the building. So we had to deduct some points for that. But uh, the good news is that even though we've only got one show left this year, we have got uh, another like 12 shows before the end of the season. Oh yeah, well, true. So we started in March. So you've got loads of time to not oh, be okay. the worst. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we won't be the worst. Yeah, you won't be the worst. <laughs> no, okay. But I mean, you are the worst so far. Right. So uh, uh, there's no prize um, other than the fact that you managed to get on the show. And, yeah, uh, yeah, amazing. So your book is called Original Flavor: Caribbean Recipes from Home. Yep. Uh, and if you go on your Facebook page, uh, you've got the recipes for the jerk turkey. Yeah, Instagram. Oh, which I think is incredible because literally yeah. we had like a one hour conversation on Sunday with my family about what everyone really? wanted what everyone Maybe wanted for right. Christmas no one could agree yeah. and I'm just sort of like sick to death of like traditional roast yeah. yeah. and then you go oh right that looked incredible I saw it yeah. and I was just like that looks incredible yeah, right. uh, you can get that at your good. supper club which you can get tickets on Eventbrite if you're quick yeah. you can get it at the supper club but you can make it yourself make it yourself make it yourself and bring it to the supper club that will help us that will help us come to my supper club you're going to have to eat before you get there, there. <laughs> <laughs> a ten, ten hour wait for dinner um, I'm going to play uh, what's your, so what's this song that you want to play Popcorn by Popcorn it's called Family, Family. by Popcorn okay. oh, it's Popcorn yeah. by <laughs> Family uh, that's how it's spelled I wasn't doing an accent <laughs> you've been listening to a FUBAR radio podcast for more information go to FUBARradio.com